Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. Introducing the Green Light Podcast Power Rankings, a segment unlike any other. You'll find out our consensus top teams after our individual respective America's teams. Then we'll dive into the NFL Week 9 recap. Two versus Justin Fields, Tom and Patrick's comebacks, the Jets jumping the Bills, the Lions versus the Packers will hit our one-word games, sail into the Miller Light mentions, and then Nicole Auerbach brings us some college football playoff talk that you won't get anywhere else. Enjoy the show. Much love. America's teams, Kyle. Let me give you the first crack at it. Well, I'm glad you called on me because I've been sitting here since 6.30 a.m. writing up my America's teams. And it's got to be number one, the Ooh. Houston Astros slash... That's a major I'm, I'm, Russell I'm, Wilson move. I'm 90 minutes early flex. Yeah, the wow. Russell... I took, you doing high knees? You I doing, took an Uber here from my own home. Calisthenics in the so Uber? So there's a flex and a humble flex. Yeah. Um, day. What's up with the Uber? So me, did your sports car crash? I flew, thank you for asking, I flew to New York this weekend yeah. and uh, drove home with my lovely wife and an infant uh, daughter. And I we did we drove right by the airport where my car was because we had to get home. You understand? You guys with children yeah, out there. Why stop? Why stop? We got to get Take home. Take too long. Got to get home mm-hmm. always, which is great. We love home. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go get my car after this podcast. Matt's actually going to drive me over there. So thank you, Matt. Drove right past it. Drove right past the airport. Like the airport, I for the record, Kate, is, is... Kate's in the back seat with a pacifier in our daughter's mouth. Like, mom of the year award just for the ride yesterday. And I text. I said, hi, car, bye, car. She's like, LOL. Like, we should stop. I was like, absolutely not. We're going home. What added 45 seconds to your drive home? Did you bounce some of your America's teams off the Uber driver? <laughs> no, I think he wasn't. He Maybe wasn't. Hoover's he wasn't there for the uh, the conversation. <laughs> okay, okay, hit okay, us, so Kyle. Astros, Houston Astros. Oof. They were cheaters. We know it. They cheated, but you know what? Now they did it the right way. Dusty Baker has them doing it the right way, and I think it's kind of people were kind of happy to see Dusty Baker win and the Astros. America's team. Dusty one. Baker. That was a genius move by Astros ownership to make the Astros palatable. Yep. 
You know, like like he's the only the, guy. How do, yep. You can't be mad at Dusty Baker and his fucking glove. Your black glove, his black cool. latex glove, and all the post. I was mad, right? Because I wanted the Phillies yeah. to win, but like it, I couldn't help but laugh. That black latex glove was in every shot and hanging it was on clutching for dear to life the, when he was to the being fence. hugged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and he coached uh, he coached guys like Barry Bonds and Jeff Kent and people that were like uh, widely thought of as cheaters and assholes, and uh, people loved them. Because Common denominator. Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker had their back, right? He spin always zone. had his players back. Yeah, right? spin zone. And I love that about the Astros. Spin zone. Dusty Baker one. is the common denominator. And he, all, and he always and he has so many gloves on him because he was the one with the syringes with those guys, huh? Could exactly. have been such a, such a good dude. I could see it. Putting two and two together. The cream, here. the clear. We're not saying he did it, but sometimes okay, so it number just equals two. Four, I'm moving Kyle. on, guys. Moving okay. on. Number two, Justin Fields's Chicago Bears. Because my God, what an epic performance yesterday! It's so awesome. We, I mean, we are in for so many fun games. The Chicago Bears offense is going to be existent. Yeah. I loved Chase Claypool to your point last week. Existent. Get him the ball early and often, and uh, we need guys on defense. But that's what the hundred fifty million dollars in cap space is for. That's what the the draft picks are for. That's what these guys in the ownership position have put Ryan Poles and Ian Yates Cunningham in. Okay, so that's no, but Kyle, Kyle. If you're a Bears fan out there, God, it's exciting. Have fun. Don't get too out over your skis here because a lot can go wrong, as you know. Yeah. But you've got the guy in the building. It's oh, got and now free agents watch these games. Yes. And free agents say, "Fuck, I want to lead block for him." Because now you see Cole Komet getting the ball, Darnell Mooney, yeah, yeah, huge, yeah. Breakdowns huge coming. catch. Yeah, sorry, breakdowns. Well, you, you, but yo, also, yeah, like free agents it fires are like, me up. I want to play in Arlington Heights. Looks sweet. A lot closer to Lake Forest than uh, downtown Chicago. Number three, America's team. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Eastern District of Virginia because you know what? Allegedly, that asshole of the year, of the decade, Dan Snyder, has uh, Jonathan Jones told me this yesterday. Somebody has alleged that they Kim were Jong-un selling they were me, selling but... tickets for forty four for fifty five dollars that were supposed to be sold for forty four dollars, and you know you you spread that out over a year and thousands of tickets. Now you're looking at millions of dollars Hundreds that of are tickets. coming out of the the pockets of of players. You know the the collective bargaining agreement. That means everybody earns money. They bring it to the middle. And they do oh, he stole from everybody, Kyle. He stole from everybody. He stole from the owners. But you know who's coming for his ass? Let's the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia, baby. We're coming for your ass, Dan Snyder. We're going to find out what you did. Hey, it's not real hard to find out what he did. Don't forget the harassment. I mean, he, this guy's he's all over the map. I'm just talking one allegation. He's all over the map. Okay, he's so all over the map. number four. And this guy is awesome. Shout out. It's a, it's, it's a reserve police officer, I believe. P.J. Chigazola. The LSU event security guard dog Don't who's standing by the goalpost at the end of this game. And we'll put the picture up. If you guys are online, you'll see it as well. But this guy, absolute swole factory, just built like a power lifter. All chest, all belly and arms. And you know what? Some guy said, you wouldn't catch me if I got up that pole. And he said, you ain't fucking getting up that pole. I'm going to ragdoll your ass before you get there. I haven't seen this guy. I turned the TV off immediately after that game. Okay, so that's Pete Chigazola. And then Notre Dame, we got to throw him in there. They're doing the Lord's work. They beat Dabo Swinney 35-14 to 14 or some shit. You know, the Lord didn't want to keep it close. More than a one-possession game. And yeah. anytime you beat Clemson, you're going to make my list. Dabo Swinney really ran into a buzzsaw. All that praying, you can't outpray Notre Dame. Can't do it. People have tried. They have a statue of Jesus. 
Touchdown, Jesus. Yeah, you got a bowling alley, Dabo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And Marcus Freeman <laughs> makes that squad likable. He does. He does. And James Laronitis makes that squad yeah. likable. <laughs> yep. Look oh, at look is. at oh my god. Yeah, that guy's a unit. My guy, this is PJ Chigazola from uh from hold on, I, I can shout out his hometown because this deserves I don't it. know that it Pierce. matters. Okay. Grand well. Isle, Louisiana. Grand Isle, Louisiana. Grand I had Isle. it. I had it on my yeah, I He's didn't from Grand Isle. Up. Shout out to guys Grand, Grand Isle. Don't fuck with Grand Isle. You meet somebody from Grand Isle, you got no follow up. So those are my America's teams. <laughs> All right, my number one, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. So GD impressed by that yeah. Sunday night performance. No receiver had a catch. Yep. Ever. Right? They went up against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. No receiver had a catch, and they found themselves in overtime. The entire team only had five catches. No A.J. Brown, to a lesser extent. No Julio Jones. No Harold Landry. Robert Woods hasn't been L.A. Robert Woods. No Traylon Burks. Now no Ryan Tannehill. And they just they 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 beat on your ass even in a loss. They just beat on your ass. Mm-hmm. It was highly enjoyable. That Jeffrey Simmons, mm-hmm. oh, love that team, America's team. Hey TCU, nine and zero, beat Texas Tech by ten. They're now nine and zero. Did I say that already? <laughs> yep. Hey Sammy Baugh and Davy O'Brien went to TCU. Bet you didn't know that. Did not. Want to name some other horn frogs? David Roach, Vitai. Jerry yeah, Hollow Body Vitae, Jerry Hughes. Lucas Niang. Don't put out a social, though, because some guy's going to be like, you forgot about Tyler Lockett, you fucking idiots. Remember <laughs> yes. Remember we put out a Kansas State social and yes. people are like, they expect you to name every player that ever right. went to Kansas State. All we do is talk about Tyler Lockett here. Like, I love that you guys said that. Yeah. Um, I'd love to come Michael on. Bishop Michael Bishop did, reached out. Yeah. yeah, so we Very should name cool. some more Horned Frogs. Yeah, okay. Joe Noteboom, yeah. fine. Lucas Niang, easy. Okay. LJ Collier. All right. These are all current. Yeah. Jason Verrett. They're 26 TCU Horn Frogs in the NFL right now. Wow. 26. That's pretty good. That's not to mention Ladanian Tomlinson. Yep. Andy Dalton, the Red mm-hmm. Rocket. Mm-hmm. Others. Andy. Others. So TCU. <laughs> TCU might be playing for a natty title here before long. That's that's dope. Uh, LSU. Walk-off two-pointer. Mm. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Now, Chris will be... Um, well, you'll be entertaining on this front as as you weren't at the game, though uh, you had a sideline pass for the game. Uh-huh. 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 But there, it, it seemed like there were a lot of viral loads in that crowd. I, 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 also, I they were like, the they were, honestly, it didn't even look fun. The, Seriously, that was a little crowded down there. Like, you could have got trampled. People were out. It wasn't safe. There was a woman in a walker. There was a woman in a wheelchair. Yeah, the walker was impressive. You know, the, the flight down there was too expensive, guys. The coolness of LSU transcends even Brian Kelly. Just a little, I don't want to talk about it. Just a small angle. Can we not man. talk about it? Just uh, not talk about it. I forget right. that you had like tentative plans to go down there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. All right. Fuck my plans. Next year. They're you, not important. You like this one better. Same. Louisiana Tech, all right? Uh, improved to three and six. They beat Middle Tennessee by some some score. They uh they've won three of their last nine. And and that logo, you know, is a is a is a boot. It's the state of Louisiana with a big old T on it. But the reason they're one of America's teams is they got a bulldog oh driving my a God, fucking in a Chevrolet riding around the end zone in a, in a new Camaro. In a new Camaro. I mean, how dope is this? This is the this is, is the, steering. Is it remote controlled? It's uh, I think it's a self driving situation. That is amazing. I 
it's a bulldog in a little car that I can't stop looking at it. Toddler <laughs> rides around. <laughs> I, just I just can't stop looking at it. <laughs> I mean, you probably want to get these for for your bulldog. Do you know? Yeah, no, no, no. My bulldog's like, I need one of those. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no question. Big That's Tony, dope. Big Tony in a Corvette. Oh my god, the boss would like to see you. And I'll round it out with the Seattle Seahawks, a, a mainstay in my America's team, six and three. I was on Arizona. I believe you were on Arizona. Yeah, six and three, heading to Munich to face the hapless Bucks. Kenneth Walker currently being fitted for a for a gold jacket for F's sake. Guy's the most electric. You guys picked the Cardinals? Football player. Yeah, it was a stinky Yeah, the line, line stunk. Guys, call me. Cardinals oh, by two. Please, call Kyle. God. Please, Who Kyle. says call God? Guy gets Who a says, fucking studio job. All of a sudden, he can, he's a I'm handicapper. Kidding. Chris, I'm the last place guy in my... Well, Kyle, we lost money yesterday. Oh, You're on yeah. the sidelines, Got it. okay? Got it. Fucking respect that, please. It, once you're the Got man it. in the yeah. arena, come, yeah. come talk yeah. to Teddy us. Roosevelt. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, Eagles, number one, okay? They're fucking, you know, like smoke clears the Phillies. Yeah, they weren't... Phillies weren't that good anyways, right? They were, were really... Like eight over 500. They, they, like, they played above themselves. You know, I was out there Thursday. More on that later. Uh, but they stranded a bunch of runners, and Jordan Alvarez fucking went... Alvarado Alvarez first pitch I feel like it was we we were sitting together watching that game we were so no more Phillies in the in the America's teams ranking um, number two Notre Dame um, somebody had Notre Dame uh, Notre Dame for beating Clemson for ridding us of that I mean I'm I have Clemson fatigue so fucking much I'm so happy I do we too. have another one that and I highlighted it Clemson to show you fatigue. but the Tennessee Titans in a loss yeah. joining America's teams because. Uh, Mike Vrabel's just that guy. Yep. I mean, like uh, awesome. shit can be all fucked Amazing. up, but they can they can they can stay competitive. Red, white, and blue, America. Um, Tulane, you guys lobbed me. Ah. Tulane, Tulane's really good. You know, Tulane is adding a new uh, uh, <laughs> HOV <laughs> lane. Uh, okay, I thought you were gonna finish that. No, I didn't want to because okay. obviously, I think I think. He'd get it the second time. Don't you <laughs> think? Yeah. Shame on me. Yeah. They yeah. Me. can't fool me twice. They got yeah. Tulsa by yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, you ain't gonna fool me. You, again. Can't, you ain't gonna fool. <laughs> we'll not be fooled again. Uh, okay. Big one with UCF next Just week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, everybody's got an eye on Tulane. Yeah. Um, L dot has an eye on Tulane because they're expanding. Mm. Okay, so Florida State. Huge beat up on Miami, and I I don't mind when Miami gets beat up on. They're back, they're back. I can remember when we were kids. They're not back, but I can remember, I can remember when we were kids. Uh, Florida State was like the, the gold team. standard. I can remember watching Florida State and being like, I'd love to go there someday, but they don't have any white D linemen. Everybody looks so athletic. Garnet, uh, those Garnet gold pants gold at night, standard. Oh my God! Every big game on TV was Florida State. And it's nice to see them them back in the in the damn thing because the ACC is hurting right when now. When that place, when Doe Campbell's rocking, yeah, thirty four to three that comes after that. Thirty four to three, don't come and knock. I can remember. I can remember when Virginia was actually like really good. I remember this my game. freshman year, and I had mononucleosis, you and did. I had to sit at home and watch this game because if you get hit in the spleen, you could die. That's right. You know, uh, with me again, we have a long history of watching ball. You know, I get a lot of shit for not being your friend, but we watch a lot of ball. Together. You're referencing a game in 2003, <laughs> and then and then the, the 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 most recent one was Saturday night. Hey, answer me this: Did you get mono from uh, making out with a girl or something? <laughs> Maybe, I don't like, know. That's, it's or, a, or chugging a fucking I don't know, okay. sharing a Mad Dog 2020 with some dirt bag. Okay, 
Wow. I don't know, but I lost 25 pounds. It was it was wow. a harrowing experience. You guys were savages. Yeah, we were savages, Kyle. Like actually savages. Well, but then, but Virginia was ranked higher than Florida State, and Ernie Sims and them were so fucking mad they beat us 34 to three. They absolutely jumped us at those. Was it his face mask that was right against his nose? Which, I don't which know. Which linebacker? Was I don't that? know. Gino, maybe. I just remember him coming to Virginia our sophomore year and running up and down the sidelines and talking shit to our recruits. <laughs> not to come to this oh my shitty school. And then we beat them. So, yeah. That's the night the lights He's a loser out. now, Ernie Sims. Uh, respectfully. Uh, oh, I want to add an axis of evil on the end of this thing. Alabama for not beating LSU and taking care of my FOMO Saturday night. I mean, all you had to do was beat LSU, and I would have feel a lot better about not going down to Baton Rouge. The Houston Astros are on there, too. The Green Bay Packers, they are joining the do not bet list, the DMB list. And then lastly, should I just fucking dig into Wheels Up now or wait until uh, Miller Lite mentions? I don't know. Let's wait until Miller Lite okay. mentions. All right. Uh, okay. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. That's going to be good time. You'll be complaining about some first world problems. Stick around. Yep. And you, you came in this morning with like a million sheets of paper and you were like, we need a power ranking. Well, you know. <laughs> this is your baby take us home mike florio puts out a, a sexy looking graphic with chris sims every week and it's, i and i stare at it for 20 seconds it's so stupid though it's engrossing oh it's, it's so, so stupid. No, power rankings are the dumbest fucking things in the world dude yeah what, i asked you Subject this question i go okay like right now yeah. or the team in december <laughs> exactly. like the the bills yesterday without milano <laughs> and poyer uh the fucking bills were josh allen's drunk or the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, like in the first quarter, or the I, yeah, I think um, it changes every week. Who right. looks back at these things? It's just a content filler, content. man. But go ahead, yeah. Okay, so uh, <laughs> the six of us in this room filled out our our top seven. Yeah, I was last. Ended up winding up with uh, <clears throat> eleven clubs, tied for tenth in the green light power rankings. The New York Giants and the Miami Dolphins, huh? Tied for tenth. Now, for the record, <laughs> go ahead. Nine, Cincy. Eight, Seattle. Seven, Minnesota. Six, Baltimore. Five, Dallas. Four, San Francisco. Three, Kansas City. Two, Buffalo. And one, Philadelphia. Is that everybody's list? Yeah, yeah. that's the compilation. Um, compiled. Damn, we were right on it. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, a little, little, uh, a little uh, credibility to the green light power uh, range. No, not at all. Not at all. I hate this fucking exercise. <laughs> but I just I realized that I we all probably picked about the same thing. Now, you know, we had some interesting ones here. I, I want to see how Ravens disrespectful existed. anybody got here. Uh, Matt put the Vikings at number one overall. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just want to say this about the Vikings. Like, and they weren't in my top seven. <laughs> Which is an arbitrary number. <laughs> well, I thought we we touchdown. I think we'd only do five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then yeah, we yeah. kept getting so many submissions. Well, listen, here's the thing about the Vikings. Dirty little secret. Uh, they haven't beaten anybody. Yeah. Now I, I like the Vikings. They were like they just missed the cut on my top seven. And who's we have their a one loss to. Oh, this is Kingston. He's got the, the Bengals Eagles. at seven. The one loss to the Eagles. Yeah. And the Eagles made them look kind of silly on Monday night or whatever it was. So, yeah, Kingston's got the Bengals in that in that motherfucker. Um, I think that's Kyle. He has a nice all caps writing style. Yep. Yeah. Vikings four. I Cowboys did a big five. piece on Niners TJ seven. Yesterday, so. Okay. Okay. Who's this? I also Let's like rate this, the handwriting. This, handri this handwriting was really cool. Yeah. Let's see. 
This is assuming that the games yeah. are played at noon. We right? have similar handwriting. For the record, I, I had Kirk I had Cousins Seattle just now. missing the cut, and like I thought about putting Tennessee in here, and we'll talk about Tennessee, but Tennessee's wins. I'm going to whisper this: Houston, Indy, Washington, Indy, Las Vegas Raiders. Hey, they don't make the schedule. They got to play who's in front of them. I know, and I really fuck with them. They're a top ten team because their floor is so high. And but had, had there only had there been fewer submissions, they could be the only t- ten I see. They're a, they're a mid-major that can beat an elite eight, a one seed, like the NCAA tournament. Read that though. Read that there for for the for the 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 nice young lady who peppers our Greenlight account with seven mentions every time we talk about the Dolphins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, she, oh my God, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. See, yeah. Long put Perfect the Miami Dolphins at seven. Um, the only reason why the Miami Dolphins made our top 10. See long right there. Yeah, and, and they are seven because the offense is so goddamn good. But if you could fix the fucking defense down there, I mean, holy shit. That was tricky, I know though. Justin Fields is him. He's Himothy, but that's a lot of points there. If they could fix that, they might be a top five team. At Detroit, at Chicago, we talked about it. Tricky. They tricky, survive, tricky. and then they got Browns, Texans, bye. I didn't feel so great about putting Baltimore in my top seven but you know i want to give them the respect that they're due and 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 like uh project that that defense is going to get better and another thing about baltimore is baltimore has lamar made his worst throws the first half of this year like he couldn't he couldn't make worse throws in some of those big situations and he won't do that the second half of the year well i'm, I'm still trying to move lamar from my fantasy program to yours i don't our, care about fantasy football poor this year. fantasy program i'm in the middle i'm not gonna win the league i'm not gonna lose the league you say that but there's no penalty this year because people couldn't fucking figure it out group text full of 15 adult men we can't come up with a punishment oh that was a good play <laughs> the fuck up <laughs> go spend time with your family look watching every oh, nfl game yeah Okay. I, my wife controls mine. I don't even look at it. I don't even know the login. All right. So that was the power happens. rankings. How, how much fun was that? <laughs> so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. Every time I see one, I want to just, I want to throw my phone. Oh, I just want to read I them. love, yeah, I love ranking yes. things. Yes. No, it's fine. But like every week it changes in the NFL. Like You're what's right. the point? Like people we, are like, oh, this week the Falcons won. They're up seven spots. Chris, hear Who me out. Who the fuck cares, Mike Florio? Who as, cares, <laughs> Peter King? Who cares? Chris, as long as there's an arrow seven. up or down. Bottom seven is more, more fun. fun. Yeah. It has to look this way. It has to be the one through seven. It has to have a red or a green arrow next to oh. them if up or down. I three, like that. Three arrows would be good. Right? Like you know, a lot of acceleration. A lot of movement this week. Team, I, a geez. team lost. Chris. Oh, we could make them like race cars. Yeah. Okay. Like Philly could be in front. Yeah, could, yeah. It could be a graphic, mm-hmm. like a bar graph mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like yeah. Foxfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horses. Yeah, we could do horses. Hey, real quick before we get to football, America's teams, whoever's figuring out fucking climate change, it's 80 degrees out this <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Today, dude. I'm in a middle of November. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Do you have ambitious hiring goals for the last quarter of 2022? With a powerful hiring partner, big goals are no big deal. You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Something I love about Indeed 
is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed's screenings and assessments features elevate top talent in your search. Indeed helps star applicants shine before the interview with over 135 graded assessment tests they can take from cooking to coding. Indeed assessments help take the stress out of the interview process. Candidates get to show their skills before the interview. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to sponsor your job post at Indeed.com slash greenlight. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash greenlight. Indeed.com slash greenlight. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Jets should be in the conversation too after yesterday. I guess the Jets. No, they should because they have a their defense is is good. If Kyle, if Zach Wilson, who is Kyle Wilson? Kyle Wilson, Miami quarterback, right? That's Kyle Wright. One of them Wilsons could figure out how to fucking just not throw the ball to the other team as he did yesterday. Um, They're pretty good. I mean, like their defense is very good. Uh, the the they've shut the passing game. The last should we just start with them? Sure, it's probably the biggest win. I think Jets fans are more on top of the world than anybody in the NFL right now. Yep. So, um, what a start for them too. I mean, the game started with the kicker fucking falls down. Amazing. I hear the clown noise. <laughs> it was know? amazing. Dun, 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 and then and then uh, and 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 then the next play, Diggs beats Sauce Gardner on a double move. And you're like, fuck, dude. Our hero is vanquished. Stephon Diggs is is a beast. We're you gonna know, call him by his real name. We're the Jets. We just lost in New England last week. Come it would on. be easy for that team to kind of pack it in. And you might have seen them. You might have seen it get ugly if Josh Allen wasn't playing like he's playing right now. Josh Allen, man, and I'm a huge fan of Josh Allen. Obviously, it goes without saying he's established. He's an established guy. You know why people don't point out. Uh, bad throws he makes um, as much as maybe some other quarterbacks, it's because he's He's established. established. Okay, so you'll let one or two slip, but when he's thrown four picks in two games, you know, he he overthrew Gabe Davis last week on third and seven rolling right. I was like, I gawked. You know, it wasn't a game that was out of hand to where Aaron Rodgers couldn't get back in it. and he he had some really careless decisions last week, and then it just continued. They're in the red zone early in this game, and he throws a he throws a pick like a bad pick. Jordan Whitehead. Both the picks were bad. Um, so again, it's like when you're on the road, no matter who you are, and we see this with with Green Bay. We're going to talk about them in a little bit. You know, I've I've pointed this out at various junctures this year. If you're uh, the better team or you think you're the better team, or you're not the better team, and you're on the fucking road, you have to score early. When you have your opportunities, you have to take advantage of them offensively, and when you don't, they come back to bite you. So um, really tough for them. In the red zone, they they don't throw that ball. They're up 7-0. Allen scores again the next possession. Maybe it's 14-0. These points matter, and they also missed a 55-yard field goal. To your point, Chris, when you're on the road, particularly in a division game when you know the enemy so well and and – Every guy knows every single player on defense, you know, and you've talked shit to him before. Sucking the life out of a stadium as an offense is one of the best feelings in football. When you're on the road, you score early, and then it becomes your stadium on the road, and and your fans become louder than their fans in their own venue. But if you let a team like the Jets stick around at home, 
like the Lions yep. in, with the Green Bay game, and you yeah. mentioned that too. Shit happens. Shit can happen in the NFL. That's why it's set up for parity. And shit will happen. And Garrett Wilson's a fucking beast, dude. I mean, the way his the, his route running, his cuts, like <clears throat> he's just very, he's a very unique athlete. And uh, and they tried to press him. They couldn't press him. This guy is um, he's a star in the making. That 13-play, 75-yard drive after Buffalo went up 14-3, to that was the Garrett Wilson drive. That's the Garrett Wilson drive. And then there was a James Robinson drive. So things are paying off for the Jets. Like, first off, I don't want to gloss over Zach Wilson not throwing the balls that he threw last week. By the way, that that um, that Patriots win, and then their win this week, it looks kind of like it looks like they're rounding into form He's a little in bit. He's in rhythm, but but and they get the Patriots again. They get the Patriots again. That'll be interesting game. to see if that was an aberration or if they just like Bill just has this kid's number or something. But you know that last drive, the Jets are backed up with eight to go, and they run the ball right down Buffalo's throat, and they do it for seven minutes, and uh, they kick a field goal, but. What that sets up is 90 seconds remaining, backed up, you get a hold, you get a huff sack, which, you know, like this, this kid is, when he's in the game, he's making a difference. Last week, he forced an interception, I think it was, he shows up again big in this situation, and I think Josh hurt his elbow. I know he's had a UCL thing in like 2018, he had a little elbow stuff. Uh, he says it's okay, but I don't know, man, like, actually I know it's okay, because the next play he threw it 70 yards. Fucking 70 yards. It hits Gabe Davis in the face. It's a beautiful throw. I mean, you want to know what arm arrogance looks like. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, P.J. Walker threw the ball like 68 yards or something last week. Josh was like, watch this. Yeah. Um, I think he needs to shave the mustache. I think the mustache has got bad juju because he just hasn't been the same since I've seen that fucking... Fresh uh, face Josh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Von Miller Von, again yeah. showing up in, in a big situation. That should be a game changer. Puts play. your team in a position to win the game and then you can't finish. Yep. That's, oh, my God. Here's what it was. Uh, like maybe worst flight, Buffalo. Maybe the biggest deal. 20-minute flight. That's a short flight. 20-minute flight. Yeah, they're good. Awful. Up and down. Awful. But up and down. That is frustrating. Wi-Fi though. doesn't even fucking turn on. Yeah, it's stupid. You're trying to fucking, yeah, check your more Twitter and see. More time getting wanded than in the air. Try, yeah, more time getting wanded than actually exactly. in the air. And, and, and you can't even check your terrible mentions after a game like that, which is probably a good thing. But the thing about Buffalo and the reason like when we did the power – Power rankings. I went Eagles. I went. Um, I think I went. I think I went Buffalo and then Kansas City. Okay, Buffalo has two very important guys. They have a couple of very important guys down, but like you know, they Matt Milano is the biggest makes piece. a huge difference. Uh, so th- they'll get him back. Poyer, right? Can I touch on the Milano touch on importance it. because uh, I talked about this yesterday on on uh, that other pregame show on CBS Sports with Charles Davis. And I talked about the importance of Matt Milano pre-snap and how he's able to garner the attention of the guards and the center pre-snap, and it becomes a five-man protection. So it's five one-on-ones. You can overload, let's say, the left side of the line and load Vaughn, and put Vaughn on the right side of the line, bring Matt Milano up. He can bluff and still get into coverage yep. because he plays with with a Luke Keekley type sense of urgency. He's really good at that. But when he's out of the lineup – there was a big question mark for me is what they're going to be able to hide pre-snap, how they're going to be able to utilize their rushers in one-on-ones. Vaughn still able to get home because he's Vaughn, but 
I've yet to see if Milano out is and the sideline to sideline stuff. You know, like the Jets stretched them. They, you know, they were trying to get on the edges all game long, and then that last drive, they just punched them right in the fucking face. So, the Jets did a great job in the run game, mixing it up. Um, they had a good game plan. They stuck with it, and out of the half, I mean, I don't know what happens here if if this doesn't happen. Maybe the Bills are in be- better rhythm, but the Bills don't get the ball for like an hour. So, like they go to halftime, the Jets come out. They have a long drive. The fucking cameras are going AWOL. Mm. You know, cameras just going ee, 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 ee. People, it's a 10 minute delay. And then Josh finally gets the ball back and throws that terrible pick. I mean, he threw them another one too. So Josh is not playing well right now. He knows that. He'd be the the 15,000 15, to tell you. I love what he said. He said, you can't go on the road in the NFL and play against a team with a good quarterback, so he tipped his cap to Zach Wilson and play like shit, shit. at quarterback yep. and expect to win. Yep, he's so that's, real. That's all you want to hear from your quarterback he's real. a game like that. All right, on, let's talk about the, on, the, on, the on opposite Sunday, end of that spectrum. On Sunday, Bills homes for the Bills are home for the Vikings real quick. You you reckon that's 33-13 Buffalo, a, a get-right game? I think Buffalo gets after him. Yeah. And I'd, I'd love to see – What's that line? The weather Here starts we to cool down next week. I think that the weather will, might be cooling down by Sunday. It'll Three and a nice half. Buffalo oh, game. four locked and a half. Right, it's locked right now. Locked right now. Who who do we not know about? I bet that would be Buffalo by four and a half. No, guys. I think that's I think that's a touchdown. Unless unless Vegas is playing games and making us afraid to bet Buffalo. I think it's a touchdown. Locked, you say? Who do we not? Who who's who? Who would we not know about? Does somebody get hurt? Yeah, this is seven and a half. Seven oh, and also, a half. Yeah. Elijah Vera Tucker out yeah. for the Jets, and they were still able to protect well. I got I got to give a shout out. I'll Google it and I'll give a shout out to the right tackle in a second. But yeah. they held up in protection. Got it. Which was the big question mark coming into the game? With 80. you guys, it's not even about having your name heard. You guys just want to get the job right done. Right tackle. So, right tackle. Great job. Good job. There STL was uh, there was there was a Mike Remmers and Nate Herbig. Oh, Remmers, our guy. Herbig, former uh, Eagle. They were both on the right side yesterday, uh, apparently. Some combination of those guys did a nice job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Remmer's got an interesting set. Remmer's Herbig has a great set. Was, Herbig was the her- guy who was giving Garrett Wilson shit after Garrett did a couple pumps and then rolled oh, the yeah, ball yeah, like yeah. a bowling he, ball on the field. He slipped, uh, the ball mm. slipped out of his hands. That's the only wrong he could do. Stop fucking up receivers' perfect days. Amari Cooper throwing a, a, an atrocious pick. Garrett Wilson fumbling the ball. Looks like he had grease all over that motherfucker. Okay, we talk about quarterbacks who, who uh, after the game, stand at the podium and stand tall. Let's move on to another quarterback that stands tall every time after a loss uh, in Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Um, Green Bay Packers, they're on the DNB list now. They, they blew up. They blew up my Sunday. My Sunday wasn't awful, but it wasn't great because of the fucking Packers. I mean, multiple teasers, parlays, a bunch of people's parlays got just set on fire because of these guys. And if you had the over as a gambler, sidebar here, I know some of you guys complain that we talk about gambling. Look around. There's a fucking giant, you know, fan duel sign on every on every billboard. The, the wind dominates the signage on this pod. Uh, gambling is part of the fabric of America. Ga- the win, actually, I want to add the win. America's the, teams. The win to America's teams yep. because I'm going there this weekend. Oh. And I'll be at the buffet, the win buffet. Wow. Do you want to go, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you really do? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. The win buffet staff, America's teams. Mm. Um, this game was supposed to go over. Detroit gets inside the 20 in two and a half minutes. 
okay, because I was watching the other games uh, initially, and I was like, this is going to be one of those games. The total is just going to climb early. DeAndre Swift. It's going to be, yeah, they're getting Swift back. They're healthy. It's just going to be a shootout. Back to Yari out in the flat. And I'm like, look at it. Yeah, back to Yari in the Stop. flat. Stop. Save it. Yeah. Hold yeah. On. yeah. Detroit coming. inside the 20 in two and a half minutes. Green Bay inside the five under five uh, after a 13-play drive. So that's when he threw that 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 pick in traffic to Joseph. And then Smith and Gary drop, drop a sure pick backed up. Like, this game should be... 14-7, 21-nothing, 14-nothing, something. I mean, then then Green Bay's got the ball in the 45 immediately. Lazard to the inch line, and uh. the calls, the calls not just – and that's why you tackle guys at the goal line. So return to the 45, Lazard to the inch line, and the calls here were terrible. Okay, the first pick to Joseph, um, it's just too nonchalant. It's like he just kind of like – and he throws a lot of balls off his back foot and stuff, and he's made a living off making spectacular throws off his back foot. But you know, in the in the low red, like this this ball is 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 uh, it's eye level. There's a whole crowd of fucking people. Just just I mean, it's bad placement, and it, it, and it's too hard. And and then and then they get down there again, and the calls were terrible. You go Dylan, you throw a fucking fade to to Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins was shocked that that was called. Like fade in general, unless you have a dynamic guy, don't throw the fade. In the, and and then third down, seventy one whiffs, and then the fourth down, you'd get fancy and you'd throw the ball to Bakhtiari, a throwback to Bakhtiari. My big complaint there. is the first and goal. I know you were talking about the throw, but it doesn't have to be a throw. You got to give that thing. It's first and goal. You have a guy like AJ Dillon in the building. You drafted him from Boston College because of his power to run the football. I think they handed it off to Dillon. But no, you need to hand it to him two times, three times, yeah, yeah, two, or get Aaron times, Jones yeah. the ball. Yeah. Because I want to go back to the first drive. Yeah. And when you're watching the first drive of this Packers game, this is the Packers offense that we have grew up watching, hating, loving, appreciating. They threw it multiple ways. They ran it multiple ways with multiple schemes, ball carriers. Aaron Jones' involvement earlier had me thinking, oh my God, this is the key to it. Get Aaron Jones the ball. Let him stretch the defense. Uh, Dobbs was big early. And then both hurt by the end of the game. And then the, inter- Gary the interception. The interception was just like you get the ball all the way down there. You look like an absolute samurai going down the field as an offense. And then you turn the ball over, hand it off. Don't get fancy. Don't get cute. And then the David Bakhtiari one. Bakhtiari was open. It was drawn up yeah, the right way. Throw. It was done the right way. That's just a bad throw. That's just careless. That's because he hasn't practiced that a million times, like he has but the more, deep overs and the slants. More than anything, I have a. I, I don't know. I'm starting to have a problem with the way that. The, listen, you can't tell me you can't figure it out. You can't tell me you can't score more than they're scoring right now. Like, I know there's no separation. And I, to be fair to Aaron Rodgers, th- like, when you have to throw tight window balls all day long, eventually it gets in your head. When people drop footballs, when, when young guys are fucking up, eventually it gets in your head. And, like, there is some truth to, hey, guys, pick it up around me. But you know, you can't let those, you can't let all that affect you when it's a money down in the red zone or, you know, the, the Kirby Joseph pick, he's mad at Bob Tunyon. He's like, come on, Bob. And I wonder if Bob was supposed to break that off differently, but chances are like, you know, like you can't blame this on anybody else. And he didn't blame it on anybody else. Although he did say, and this was the one like Rogersism that he slipped into the, the post game. He was like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to lead the team in rushing, you know, like, Kind of like, but I guess I'll, you know, that sort of thing. The The red zone stuff was bad. The Kirby Joseph underthrow, the one that Kirby Joseph uh, 
came up with one hand. He underthrew that ball. The I mean, that's, that's a touchdown. Pass. Yeah, it's a touchdown. So, gonna, like, yeah. this is on him. Now, Rodgers, there was good Rodgers, too. Rodgers sometimes looks like a wizard right now. He looks like Rodgers. Yes. So, my thing is, he's not Wash. He's still Aaron Rodgers. At all. He's still fucking that, that, the balls to, you know, the third and 17. He can still run. He climbed the pocket. He hit Tunyon. Uh, some of those balls he put on Alan Lazard were beautiful in yes. stride, back shoulder stuff. So, like, this guy can still drop fucking dimes. It's just, can he keep the focus long enough? The margins are It takes so are much focus. Yeah, the margins are so thin. It takes so much focus to be Aaron Rodgers right now. And if he is truly one of the greatest of all time, uh, I, I am evaluating him on like when he finally gets into the red zone and has an opportunity to make like you got to make these throws. Man. That David Bakhtiari throwback, I love the call. I love the way they drew it up, and I love the guy they have going to catch the ball because who's better friends than David Bakhtiari and Aaron Rodgers? And who needs a bigger play and a more creative play than the Packers? Evidently, no one. If Kyle. they throw it to David Bakhtiari and he scores a touchdown, we could be looking at a a season turning play. We could be looking at a new energy in there. Yeah. Um, at, like we talked about after the first drive yeah. and seeing what they can do offensively. Yeah, I, and I think that the ending is uh, is the thing that frustrates me the most. I'm starting to have a problem with the way that these games are called for Green Bay. Like, what are like what, what you doing? Like, I don't know. You know, you get in there, you go fourth and two to Torre, which is a beautiful ball, right? Um, and Torre finds a way to almost fuck it up. So Rogers is like, God damn it! Like, and maybe that's why they took four shots at the end zone from the 17 with two two timeouts left. Like maybe you're just like the longer we're on the field, the more chance we have to fuck this up, but w run your offense, man. You know, like it just felt like damn, we're just going to take four shots at the end zone or three shots at the end zone or whatever it is. Like you're down there, you score a touchdown. Like you have plenty of time. Play a little small ball. Play some small ball cuz that's kind of what you got to major in right now. Don't play for bunts, play for singles. Anyways, I I'm just frustrated with the Packers and I don't even care about the Packers. The Brissett led Browns have scored 50 more points than the Packers in in one last game. It's crazy. It's crazy. It also goes to show that there's 10 other players on the field. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what we're learning more than anything this year. And has got some good ones. That's what we're learning more than anything this year. Yeah. I mean like there's a lot of quarterbacks that, you know, they don't have help around them, and it doesn't look the same. And, and let's do a little exercise. It's going to um, make that point, uh, drive it home a little more. So quarterback one has 14 passing touchdowns, seven interceptions, an 89 rating, and 2,091 yards. Quarterback B, 14 passing touchdowns, seven interceptions, 91.8 passer rating, and 2,041 Yards nearly identical. Can you name both those quarterbacks? Fuck no. It's like Justin Herbert and somebody else. That it's sucks. Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff. Yeah. Huh. So at the beginning of the yeah. season, you'd be very surprised to see Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff in the same. But here's the deal. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Jared Goff just yesterday. They trade away Hawkinson, two young tight ends yeah. get catches yep. for oh. touchdowns. You know, their offensive line's better for sure. You have Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, you've got good backs, but like, is the delta between Detroit's talent level and Green Bay's talent level that much different? So eventually, and I'm not going to be gaslit by statistics or what I see <laughs> this year. Like, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play a game. Yeah. He's still that guy. Yeah. He's still that guy. People have nightmares. He's not playing his best ball because the margins are so fucking thin, and I am counting that against him. But you can't tell me that the Detroit Lions are that much more talented or 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 better offensively. So that tells me there's a problem with the way you're you're calling these games. I mean, 
You got to figure it out. Figure it out, man. Dobbs is carted off. You know, Watson got hurt in this game, right? Watson got hurt. Uh, Rashawn Gary. Gary's hurt. I hate that. He's That's having a such huge, a great year. That's a huge. This team's impact. done. The team's been done, but it's done. This team's done for sure. And Rash I was, I was wrong. I thought they'd figure this out. Rashawn Gary isn't just a guy that's on the defense. He's a guy that adds teeth to the defense because of his, his explosive nature. I'm serious. Yeah. When you when you're playing against a guy like that, there there's there's no missteps. Yeah. He, he's gonna make you pay for missteps. So yeah. When, no they, when they don't have a guy like that, it adds to the the theme here. Yep. He he was the guy that like t to me picked up some of uh, Zadarius Smith's slack. Boy, Zadarius Smith. He's a dog. What a beast. Okay. All right. So what? Green Bay's done. Cowboys, Titans, Eagles coming up for Green Bay. Ooh. <laughs> Micah Parsons just. What a shit job. Micah Parsons is going to have uh, Aaron Rodgers looking like that meme again where yeah. he's With on his, his helmet side. And, yeah. So where do we want to go next, guys? How about Chicago, Miami? How about it, How dude? About what them. a fucking game. And you knew going in it was going to be. Remember, I balked at the over. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Man, I want to, I want to bet the over," but it it climbed to forty seven. Smashed that. <laughs> it would have been so easy, dude. This was so fun. This was so fun. First off, the Dolphins' offense is it's automatic. Look at some of the separation. These guys are incredible, and uh, and and you can't keep like you have to go for it. You have to chase touchdowns. You have to. You can't lay up. You can't punt. Like they put pressure on teams, um, you know. But Justin Fields to me is a story. And I'll hey Miami fans, I'll get to two in a second. He played a really nice game until the end. But Justin Fields is a story for me. Justin Fields is he's growing up before our very eyes the last three four weeks. And I want to give a lot of credit to to, to Luke Getzey, dude. And when you look at Chase Claypool, one of the things I saw early in this game is. You know, they targeted him a bunch early, and then there was a long drought between his, his you know, fourth target and the fifth because it came in the end of the third quarter, and then, you know, the the, the missed P.I. at the end of the game as well. That was target was number six. He jiu He got mugged, but um, they were getting smokes out to him early in the game, like box count type stuff. He's going to do some of what Devontae Adams, and don't laugh, but, like, it's the run game. It's, it's uh, you know, you already have David Montgomery. They can throw – last week they – they 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 ran like seventeen toss plays. I think they they lead the the league in toss plays. You know, just one Sunday against Dallas. They also run a lot of design QB runs, which is awesome. It seems like they've they've embraced the fact that yeah, you've got a guy who can take it sixty one yards to the house. Why are we not just leaning on this cat? And pe people that are worried about him getting hit, Kyle. How many times you see him take a hard hit yesterday? Not many. He's Not a baseball a guy. He's he's going away from contact in the open field. He knows how to slide. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There's yep. a difference between a guy who's trying to figure out how to get down and a then guy. Why can't Russell Wilson who has a slide? Plan. I don't know because I, I think he just he's wants to get more player. yards. Yeah. But he's growing up before our eyes, and I, I'd like to look back at like Josh Allen. And I'm not comparing the two, but you know, when was it that Josh was there? A moment in time where Josh just started playing great. Because this guy's got tools, and when, when you judge a, a quarterback, the reason he gets me so excited is because his ceiling's so high. You just look at this guy, and you're like, who else can tuck the ball and run 20 miles per hour? If he was in a school zone, I would tell him to slow the fuck down. <laughs> yeah. if, it was kids here. if it was Halloween, I would run his car down and tell him to slow the fuck down. Dude, he was <laughs> flying, man. He 
So who else can do that? And he hit the pump. So he he gets to the There's top of the players. pocket. Uh, so I'm talking about this. We have it queued up here, Chris. Yeah. So uh, we've got Bears uh, in enemy territory or in their own 35. Justin Fields steps up in the pocket, pump fakes the linebacker. He's weaving in and out of traffic like a slalom race. Not often do you see a quarterback actually break slalom, away. Yeah. Chris, look, pump. Yeet. It looks like yeah. Madden. When you're yeah. playing Madden, you come up, you tap circle so you don't throw it there, but you pump it. Justin Fields. I mean, he's outrunning everybody. He's scary. It's scary because his strides long, and like he'll pick up the that when he gets to the line of scrimmage. You know, when we talked about, uh, I don't remember who it was the other day. It was uh, it was uh, fucking the running back from the Jets that got hurt. Uh, we Brees all Hall. Him. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. He's got like changes of gears. There was a play in that last game uh, where he, he changed speeds like four times. Justin Fields got a few different speeds, and he when he kicks it into high gear, those strides are too long, man. And who's out in front blocking for him is his buddy who's been there since the shit started. Yeah. It's Darnell Mooney, Good for who, him. who had a great catch on a beautiful ball, beautiful back ball. shoulder that he had to rotate in the back left of the end yep. zone. Darnell Mooney, shout out to you. Everybody's been saying you're not a, you know, the Bears don't have receivers. You're not a premier guy. Just keep your head down. Keep being Justin Fields guy, and this tandem is going to be so much fun to watch for years to come in Chicago. No, I mean, like, more like Darnell Sonny because the future looks bright. And, right. and Cole and Komet, I, too. I, hey, how about our guy Cole Komet, Chris? <laughs> I hope. Yeah, Komet was balling. Beautiful. They're running all types of crazy jet sweep type shit. They led block with him with Design QB yeah. Run a few weeks ago, and we talked about it yeah. on the show. Yeah. And now they're starting to implement the pass off of yep. some of what they're doing. Like you said, shout out to Luke Getze. I called you out earlier. A lot of people did, and you've been awesome. And the, and the offense is so much fun. The you Bears haven't Luke had Getze. a big scoring offense. No one calls out Luke Getze, bro. The offense we stand has for not, Luke Getze. The offense has not been this explosive in a very long time, and it's fun to watch. You get a little FOMO looking at this. Oh, my God. It looks fun, man. All right. Here. You, you, you chopping no. at the bit to play football? No. Not at all. Hey, Kyle. Sean McVay here. Not at all. I will be, I'll hold a pad. <laughs> I'll hold a pad. Come help the O-line. Kicking the tires on you, Kyle. Like, psh, psh. All right. So, anyways, uh, yeah, like, like Tua, he what he does a really good job of, and I want to pinpoint a throw um, early in the game in the second quarter. I think it was, or maybe it was the second touchdown drive. There was a play where Tyrese got a turn back to catch the ball, but he's throwing him open in his own. Like that's what Tua does really well. So you understand me perfectly. Like that is his fucking honey hole. The intermediate stuff, beautiful. You know, there's a. Sorry, lady in our mentions under a green light account, but there's, you know, the ball, Tyreek, before the half, you don't have to slow down. They go, they, they score. Okay. Like little things, they miss a field goal. We'll so be the first there's to a tell few you. points here. They'll be the first to tell you. <laughs> and then obviously, he knows he's got to hit those throws. Tua knows he's got to hit that throw. The, 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 um, the Smythe miss was just like, that's, he doesn't do that often. You know, like that's, that's, and I agree with Dolphins fans a little bit. In, in one regard, is like he they the offense is firing at all cylinders. I'm not going to pile on after the third and eleven where he he underthrew Jalen Waddle or the the Smythe miss. He he played a really really good game. And if it's not for him distributing the ball to these playmakers, they don't have 35 the points. The Bears but, win. But if you're Justin Fields, you got to feel good about the Bears offense outscored the Miami's offense. Is in that something? Miami had a punt block with Mooney and Komet. And a newly uh, acquired Chase Claypool, and Getting that the ball in line. a multitude of ways. Hey, so here, good signs for here's for, ESPN yeah. featuring Claypool right before yeah. the game. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough lot. Look bad. at Chase Claypool. It's the wind. It's the wind. But Chase. that was another thing. That was another thing. 
I I didn't bet the over because of because there was a 17 mile per hour win. Maybe there was a 17 mile per hour win when Tua tried to throw that ball to Jalen Waddle. It did hang up there in the air a while. The the analysts, whoever's broadcasting that game, the analyst said they asked him during the week, "Hey Tua, have you ever overthrown Tyreek in practice?" Yeah. And knowing nothing, I'm like, damn. How should you answer that? Yeah. And, and Tua said to the guy, uh, once maybe I think, which I thought that's a good way to play that. Uh-huh. Like, yes, I'm capable of doing it. I can do it. But no, the receiver's really fast and yes. really good, and, yes. and he gets there. Maybe yeah, a little maybe early once. for a victory lap at the at the at the podium though uh, on the deep balls. While on the topic, <laughs> while on that topic of at the podium, a little too early for victory laps. Last week, if you're so good at deep balls, and okay, like don't, Chris Kyle, said, I don't want to go down this road. Because the, the chick's going to pepper our mentions. Okay, I won't. The, but yeah. if you're so good at deep balls, don't say, how about that deep ball? Okay, yeah, 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 you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like me being like, how about show. Thursday Night Time Machine? Show, don't Walter tell. Walter Payton okay. said, if you're good, no, no, no. Kyle, tell everybody. To be if fair, great, though. people will tell to you. To be fair, though, I am happy to is confident right now. I love watching be, Tua. Beca- no, well, Kyle, I'm just talking about his confidence. I mean, and he should be confident. They got a bunch of fucking playmakers, and, and McDaniel is a is a fucking menace, dude. He's a menace. So the defense has to play better. And on that note, Jeff Wilson, good addition. So another Huge. another good addition to this offense. And then Ingram stepping up big on first and 10 at the 44 with four minutes to go. Chicago's been moving the ball here. They're down three. I think at this point they're going to win the game. Ingram runs right through the left tackle. And this is a guy that you bring in a new a new guy, right? to do what you what you do right like rush the passer bradley chubb and it's not it's not said explicitly but it's like we don't have enough we, we need to invest in this and ingram who's made a lot of clutch plays for them and seems to be that vet who makes timely plays makes another one and sacks justin fields and puts him behind the sticks uh I can't say enough about this guy. I mean, the yields on him late in his career. He's a glue guy, too. And yeah. when the Bradley Chubb acquisition was made, I knew it was going to work out well, and I know he's going to do great in that room because Melvin will make it so. He will make it so. Uh, but to a, to a really nice game until until the end of that ballgame, and he'll make those throws next time. I, I believe he will. It's it's the other stuff that concerns me, not not the, that stuff. Justin Fields runs out of bounds, first down, uh, and he's on the Dolphins bench, and Mike McDaniel's goes, "Hey, stop it! <laughs> Cut it out!" Did he's he really? Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Stop it!" That's funny. That's funny. Like, and Justin, you can see Justin yeah. laugh. He's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody out like there Mike. talking about Jeff Wilson knowing the Niner system and conveniently ignoring that Mostert was there for six freaking years. Nobody talks about Mostert I know. being in San Francisco for six I thought previous they talked about years. him a lot. Okay, if I hadn't heard it yet. I heard a lot of Jeff Wilson knows the McDaniel outside Well, they did that with system. Mostert probably early in the season. I reckon. It's a quick turnaround yeah. for Jeff Wilson. Yeah, okay. He knows all the terminology. Rams-Bucks, and then we'll get to the big Sunday night game that Kyle's probably chomping at the bit to talk about because Mahomie was, was just... I like hey, talking about I mean, you can't... Fuck it, we'll do it live. Let's it's like do it being now. A Lakers fan. Let's do Rams, it now, Kyle. Bucks. The the uh, the the Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they scored what twenty points. It was yep. ni- nineteen but to 2017, twenty seventeen, like every other game. This you know, week. T- 20, 20 points, and you're like, no, no, hold on, it was nineteen to it was nineteen to. Why do you keep saying nineteen, Kyle? No, no, it wasn't nineteen. They were down eight points. They tied the game. They went to overtime. Yeah, they were down seventeen nine. They tied it up. They won twenty. I know, Kyle, because I had (laughs) Kansas City in a teaser minus three. I had Kansas City live line minus three and a half. And fucking Mahomes, the only thing he did bad yesterday for me was miss Mecole Hardman 
on third. Now, to be fair, they they face the fourth and ten in overtime. So you know, but it just score. Can we score? Okay. Me Cole became like your hole because you were in a hole. Your your hole, Hardman. I, <laughs> pause. Workshop. I'll, I'll keep working on that. Yeah. Chris, I will say this: the Titans last year beat the Chiefs on the road, and and they got out. The Chiefs got out physical up front. Yeah. And um, I remember being in that room, and they didn't want to feel that way again. And they got an opportunity to play against the team last night. And at times in the game, Tennessee, they got out physical. Again. I started being like, <laughs> "Guys, come on here! We get an opportunity to double team Jeffrey Simmons. We yeah. can't be leaving for the linebacker early. Yeah. Take care of the down guys." Um, the Titans they were generating a lot of rush with their front four. It wasn't like they needed to bring anything crazy. Kevin Byard was in the ear hole of Travis Kelsey most of the night. That's also how the Jets kept it close. But at the, they don't but, have to bring pressure. You know, game, when, you, when you can rush four on these really great quarterbacks, that's the way to be. The end of the game, great players do great things. Patrick took the game into his own hands, scrambling. He he never looks like he's running in a straight line. He never looks like – you know the, the TikTok or the Instagram trend where they're like uh, – don't ever let them know your next move, and they're just doing random shit the whole time. I'm not on TikTok. Well, though. there's nope. a trend, and that's kind of how Patrick Mahomes runs. When yeah. he runs, he's looking around. His hips are going. His yeah, legs his hips are, are going. going in different directions. He's got a little Kyler Murray in the open field to him. Like a slowed like down a giant like Kyler Murray. Like a teetering Murray. little. Like a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man version of Kyler Murray. He is quick. He's quicker than he is fast, and uh, – he took over the game when it mattered most for the Chiefs, and th- those are back-breaking plays for the Titans. Here's the deal. He's just got great vision. You know, some people see the field, man. You know, not only has he got a fucking RPG on his shoulder. but Noah he- Gray, massive catch yeah, yeah. down the stretch. Yep. Uh, when Travis was on the sideline for a breather, Noah Gray comes in, makes a huge catch over the top, bobbled and caught it. Hey, here's a number from 27-3 to last year. A.J. Brown had eight for 133 for the Titans. No cat, no, and, no receivers catching and, the football. And that was that was missing last night, as was Ryan Tann- Tannehill. But are we at all concerned that it's a three-point overtime win when Malik Willis is five It's very five concerning. No. It's no, very, no. very concerning for anybody who has to play the Titans because the Chiefs just played them and they beat them. Right, the exactly. And that's the whole thing is like you moving, knew, Yeah, moving you forward, knew, you're not going to play Derrick Henry again. Yeah, yeah, it's a very – well – they're going to have to play Mike Vrabel again. I just want to say this. Mike Vrabel is a fucking menace. He is, I mean, like, I, I would love to have a coffee table book mm. of all his most menacing moments as a head coach. You know, whether it's fucking with Bill Belichick on the clock, whether it's, um, you know, beating up on Buffalo during the pandemic on, like, a short week. It, it, was, it was like, you know, or, or whether, it's, whether it's that game last night, just muddying it up. He's the king of muddying it up. They get down 9 nothing on the road. It should be up ten nothing. Thank you very much, Butker. If you make your kicks, Bucker. my family doesn't have to. My kids don't have to get fucking scholarships. Butker, that might be a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. Might be a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem enough that they didn't want to kick the ball at the end of the. Well, yeah, well they had the ball, so never mind. But Butker was a Butker was a problem. Okay, so um, you know they get down nine ten nothing. That's no, not on the script for great the Titans. Smile, though. How do you think that the Titans are going to be up in this ball game? It's amazing. You know, like as soon as they hit that tight end screen and a guy I'd never heard of ran for, oh, how about last year? Everybody's hurt. And Dante Foreman runs for like 300 yards on the Patriots, bro. Like Vrabel just, he just 
he's hard. This team's hard to kill, man. Okonkwo. That guy was tackled three times, just kept running. He just kept running, bro. Kept I was running. screaming at the TV, no. I went no. to. No. Uh, they came to play. No. They, I, was, I was watching the game, and they were talking about Mike Vrabel's uh, resume as a player. You know, they were like, you know, he's won a Super Bowl. He's caught a touchdown in a Super Bowl. He's got sacks in the playoffs. He's, you know, a Pro Bowl or whatever. You know, they were going through his resume, and it was just. Fucking crazy to me. I've never had a coach who had that kind of anywhere near that kind of a resume. I can only imagine what playing on that team is like. And you can see it. It's like visually pleasing to watch a team that's coached by an absolute shot of John Fox. What about Trestman? No, well, (laughs) Mike Vrabel just stands out in a crowd to me. Is this shot at Trestman? Trestman never. Sure. Mark Trestman, Mike Vrabel, you know. Hey, look, this is my notes on Kansas City, Tennessee. (laughs) Casey, Tennessee, Vrabel. Is it Vrabel? Patrick Mahomes. No, you motherfucker. That's an A. Oh, that's a funky Apple font. Let me oh, look at that you again. You're just... It's Vrabel. Would have been funnier it's in the if it was Vrabel. So, it yeah, it would have been funnier. Yeah. But, but here's another thing. These teams are exhausted, okay? Kansas City ran 91 plays offensively. This front is exhausted. They were rushing all night. That's a 5 a.m., you know, back to the facility. It's a 6 a.m. back to the facility after 91 plays on defense. And I would give them worse flight if they weren't so, they shouldn't be so damn proud of themselves. You know, if there's ever a loss that you should say like, hey guys, we found out about ourselves in a good way. Like this is the one. And our cousin and David Long balled out too. David Long. Mm-hmm. Hey, Daylight Savings made this the effectively the latest feeling game of all time yes. probably. Yep. These guys find themselves in overtime at, at effectively 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. Two days ago, 1.30 a.m. Like, that's usually people are asleep. Yes. Well, yeah. So it's crazy, man. And Mahomes is a wizard. 43 completions, 68 attempts. My God. I, I'm so glad I'm not on the Chiefs right now because pass blocking 68 times just gives mm. me nightmares. It gives me the... But the ball was out quick. 58 times. The ball was out quick. There was a stat up last night about balls that are coming out in under two and a half seconds, and they were showing the cutups. And it's true. It's just like you catch the ball, you throw the ball. Somebody's open. Somebody's gonna catch. I kind of wonder this about their their time to throw because we'll get to to the Bucks in a second, and they did a good job of getting the ball out. Like Tom, he had no choice. But um, if the averages come out to like a low snap to release, he's holding on to the ball on some of these these. These shots it just and he, goes to show how quick the other balls. are Yeah, coming right. Out. Exactly. Exactly. Because he does have those times where he's pirouette, pirouette, pirouette. Sometimes he runs right into a hug. And he took some sacks. He runs right into a hug. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He took some sacks. So big win for Kansas City. I don't. I don't. Look, listen. No, I don't feel like I learned anything bad about Kansas City. We know well, their offense has been hot and cold. Well, they can't. They can't run the ball. They've been hot back, and cold because running back. It's because they can't run the ball. Yeah, and they're going to have to get creative to win games. And it makes me wonder, like somebody dead or alive, Ronald Jones, alive, J- dead or alive, James Earl Jones, Tavon Austin, <laughs> seriously, alive. alive. No, that's a good one. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, haven't heard from him in a while. That James Earl Jones, I'm going to say alive, dead. What are you saying, Chris? I know he's alive because it came up this weekend. Uh, he was on the pod last he's week. Alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You missed that. Uh, okay, so Tom Brady alive or dead? He's alive. Alive. He's, he's a, very much man, alive. That's fucking awesome. Tom Brady. Yeah, dude. You know what? Good for him. You know, it's funny. We're watching two quarterbacks die a slow death right now, yeah. right? And I'm not saying they're done. This year they are. They're on right? the back nine. The Bucks. And by the way, the Bucks 
season under win total is about to catch like next week. Bo Allen's FaceTime. I mean, I got to work right now, Bo. Um, and uh, I think Tom showed a lot of grace, man. I just want to say this. Reverse the roles. Carly Lloyd, she's 38 or whatever. She's on the, the, the Olympic soccer team or she's on the U.S. women's team. And her husband says, stop playing soccer or I'm divorcing you. How does that go in the, in the court of public opinion for the husband? Not too good. Yeah. So I, I feel for Tom. I really do. I know there's more to, I don't want to get into his personal life, but like, that's Tom's what it should do, be his personal life. Tom's right? doing what he loves. And, and like, we have kind of vilified Tom for not giving it up. Like, uh, play until you can't do what you did in the last couple of minutes of that game. Because what he did in the last couple of minutes of that game was pretty cool. I mean, the first drive down to, to the red zone, Scotty Miller drops the ball that should put him up. Um, they have a 5% chance of winning that football game. I think McVay running the ball in third and five, backed up was the worst call of the game. The worst call of the game. Besides Todd Bowles not challenging that punt that that clearly didn't go in the end zone, that almost hurt him. But, you know, I just want to go I want to go to this Darryl call. Daryl Henderson up the middle for 1 yard. Daryl Henderson up the middle for 1 yard. And that defense, that Bucks defense was playing their asses off. Uh, the, the rushers, Vita Vea, Shoyinka, how am I saying his name? Just go with Tryon. Yeah, Joe Tryon. Yeah. You're, it must be tough because you're copping out of a name. I'm gonna try. Yeah, try on. Guys, I mean, um, did you know that 100,000 passing yards is nearly 57 miles? A red tweet that is in incredible. Also, yeah. did you know that Tom Brady now has 55 game-winning drives passes Peyton Manning all time? I didn't. And he tied Peyton Manning with 43 fourth-quarter comebacks yesterday. So kind of an interesting Peyton Manning-Tom Brady. Dynamic. Did you know that when you have no timeouts in a 10 to 6 football game? Or whatever the fuck it was was thirteen nine at this point. Man, they fucked me up. 13-9. No timeouts on third and five. Bucks have no timeouts. So there's what ninety seconds to go in this game. Less. If you get a first down, this game's over. Minute thirty nine. Okay. Uh, not to mention if if they score a touchdown up ten six, this game's probably over. Um, first down, get down. So you know. The Rams have a bunch of chances to win this game. The Rams are not a relevant team the rest of the way. The Bucks really aren't a relevant team, if not for the fact that their division is so dog shit. So they could get some people back, I guess, but I, I'm, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. But, but what Tom Brady did, that drive was vintage Brady. You know, he's got under a minute, down the seam, big chunk, and then picks him apart on the sideline. And you get the Mike Evans P.I. Why were they playing so far off? And giving them the sideline. Why were they playing Kyle, so far off? Anybody's guess. That's the only defense I can game. have success against in Madden. <laughs> when you're playing off and soft is what they call it in defensive rooms. Off and soft. Off and soft. And you give up the sidelines. And that's hey, what they took advantage the Bucks, of. The hey, Bucks soft is cotton. Okay. Kate Otten. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Touchdown. <laughs> more like, you're still reeling from my really good more like earlier. You want to get one on the board. Yeah. What'd you so, say? I forget. Yeah. It was Moody, yeah, Moody, Sonny. Yeah. Sonny. Oh, more like Sonny, Darnell Sonny. Darnell Sonny. Okay. I hope he sticks around for when the Bears are really like legitimate. And the Bears might be legitimately decent right now. Okay. They have $150 million in cap space. They have the most cap space in the it's NFL. Kyle, it's going to be fun as fuck. It's going to be so much fun to be a Bears fan for the so, next so 10 years. So much years. fun. I'm going to go to Chicago and people are going to be like, hey, Kyle, because you know they get us mixed up all the time inexplicably. Um, and, and then uh, I'm going to be like, yeah, it's me because I want to be a part of the whole thing, dude. I'm going to act like I played for the Bears. Okay. 
So one of 30 on third and 10 or longer at one point, I heard the announcer saying this ball game for mm. the Bucks. So oh it's, God. it's just bad. It's just bad. And Akers finally got some, some burn. Akers was in the game for a couple of three-yard handoffs. What a difference a year makes for these teams. I mean, think about the January playoff game. It was kind of ugly, but these teams were good, man. It happens when you go to the crossroads to sell your soul to the devil. So things like this happen in the football world. Fuck it, that's layup line, crossroads, bone thugs in harmony. Great. Mm. Nice. Okay. I was thinking more... Uh, we are at a crossroads right now in the show. Clapton. We are, uh, we're, we're on to our one-word games, our best of the rest. Okay, so... <clears throat> Cincy versus Carolina, my one word is... There we go! <laughs> Cincy, Carolina. Mine was careful. Uh, careful. 0-3 against the AFC North for Cincy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looked great. Yeah. And you see him last week without Chase, and it and it didn't look so great. And and this time they carve up, slice and dice the Panthers. Joe Mixon wasn't wasn't as close as forty two twenty one, but careful. All right, uh, my word is is uh, ambivalence. Oh <laughs> yeah. come on, because <laughs> hmm. I didn't have one. I guess you didn't bet this game. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no yeah. But not, well, I, I did. I stared at the fucking line for a while because I was like, I look like uh, Jeff Bridges dot Jeff Big Lebowski like. Yeah, you know, since he laying a touchdown, you know, as bad as they played last week and the way Carolina's been, but this is why, dude, they just they torched them. And yeah, the 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 Bengals they haven't really beaten good teams, yep. and they haven't torched good secondaries, and they haven't. So, but they yeah. haven't run the ball till yesterday, though. And you know what? Five you know what TDs. you're gonna notice? You're gonna notice I'm not gonna have a bunch of psychotic Bengals fans in my mentions because they're realistic. Oh, Hyans, football people. They're realistic. They people. get it. They know ball. TJ, nine targets, nine catches, seventy yards. I believe it was. They haven't had a tight end go over forty-two yards this year. All right, one. O and E. Yeah. As in one score. Vikes have beaten the Lions by four, the Saints by three, the Bears by seven, the Dolphins by eight, the Cardinals by eight. It's the, the NFL making three. their winners. Well, that's interesting, though. Maybe the word should be seven as in wins. Seven wins. But it, we're, we, we just saw they're seven and a half point dogs next week at Buffalo, despite being seven and one. It's just a lot of uh, average football teams this year in this league. Vikings the, have a new layer, man. I, I got one. Scram. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm scram. I'm saying that to the referee. Yeah. Okay. Fuck that guy. Do you know do you know how yeah, yeah, he was on the Vikings and that ref nearly cost you the game. That's how badly it did cost that's me how they they only won by three. That's what a poor yeah, touchdown. Yeah. That's what a poor decision that throw was from Heineke. There were so many Vikings that the ref could not find a place where there was not a Viking. Like the ref was like, "Oh fuck, man, he's in! Oh my god, it's triple coverage!" Like he turned around and just levels the guy who's about to pick the ball up. So if I'm the if I'm a Vikings fan, I'm really pissed. I'm pissed about not being in the power rankings in the top seven here. But we we do we do look at the schedule. Um, and you're a good football team. Vikings are a good football team. No questions asked. Like I, I think they're 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 tough and. And this guy, the new head coach, has done a really good job. O'Connell's done a really good job. Probably your favorite O'Connell. I got a lot of I got a lot of O'Connells I like. Wait, no, it's Kevin O'Connor. 
No, it's Kevin O'Connell. You don't like that guy. Brian O'Connor? Oh, Brian O'Connell. Brian O'Connell. Yeah. Brian O'Connell. College basketball yeah. official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, blind as a bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With an axe to grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at the fucking Elite Eight. Yeah. And uh, Macon's just, we're sitting next to each Sweet other. 16, yeah. yeah. Whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, well, I'm glad you remember. Congratulations. Well, it was your birthday, so I there was like, we were like, yeah. Four or five tequilas in. Yeah, that's in March for the game. Yeah, and he's in the he's in MSG screaming at uh, Brian O'Connell. Brian O'Connell. Tevin was fouled. Like it's quiet. <laughs> Brian O'Connell. <laughs> I'm sitting next to this psycho. I picked Jacksonville. I'm glad they won. Glad. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, mine's fired as in you're fired uh, Josh McDaniels <laughs> Jesus Christ man you're up 17 nothing I was on Vegas yeah and if you can't win that game you're 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 meant to be an offensive coordinator in this league it'll be it'll be the year 2062 Josh will be going back to New England to be Bill's offensive coordinator and we'll just continue this cycle you're 13 and 23 as a head coach and it's because you can't hold on to leads like 17 to nothing against a Jacksonville team that's reeling you finally had Carr and Devontae Adams rolling. Josh McDaniels is giving me Adam Gase. Josh McDaniels is is not doing much for the uh, the Irish coaches of America. McDaniel is doing a really nice mm-hmm. job. McDaniel's not doing so well. Mm-hmm. Irishman in plurality struggling. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that that extra S on there. Yeah, sound, stands for it's it's shitty. all yeah it's it. <laughs> 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 that's why mike mccarthy is doing so well yeah there's only one mike mcdaniel yeah all right one of one okay so i don't have a word for this game perfect <laughs> the commitment to this bit is 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 subpar that yeah. could be your word i don't i don't i don't have a word in this <laughs> this game was like the nfl always needs one of these games on a sunday mm-hmm. you know the one that you're like who's watching that game you know like what sadistic fucks were watching that game? That's Chargers Falcons for me. Sadi- oh no, 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 sadistic's a good word. Go yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's good. Sadistic. Uh, my one word for the Chargers versus the Atlanta Falcons is twenty-three because that's uh, <laughs> Dicker's two game-winning kicks this year from twenty-three yards mm. uh, on two different teams. Is there a hyphen in twenty-three? Yeah. Okay. Yes, there is. My word is Dicker. Yeah, mine is also Dicker. Yeah. Because this kicker, man, he's making his way. He gets around. And his last name's Dicker. He gets around, man. He was in Philly making kicks. Uh, now he's he's in L.A. Here's the thing about this game. By the way, great play by Khalil Mack. Game-changing play. Hustle play. Taking the ball off of whoever the fuck it was. We weren't watching that close. Um, no offense, Falcons fans. I'm going to watch this game on, like, Wednesday when I get a free minute. But, you know, like, th- there were a lot of options on the menu yesterday, okay? Um Mariota had an overthrow that could have won them that game. I mean, they had their chances to win that game. Uh, and by the way, Chargers almost chargered it. The Eckler uh, fumble. Oh, wow. How about these two teams having a contest to see who can blow the game? <laughs> in the in one play. In one play, bro. Yeah, How about that? Like. Eckler's like, oh, I'll fumble, and then and then the guy picks it up and runs a long way. And he's like, oh, I'll fumble too. And then Justin and then the the Falcons defense is like, oh, we'll give a big chunk. Unreal. And Chargers like, I'm not willing to make miss this kick. That'd be too much commitment to the bit. So, um, yeah, Dicker. Pat's Colts, what you got, Kyle? Didn't. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to go. <laughs> Why do I have phone written down in my notes? <laughs> <laughs> Frank needs to call God? Yeah, no, no, no. Ursa needs to call somebody because 
I don't know. It's not phone. It's blame. It's who's to blame here. And how? No, it's floor. Floor. How low do the Colts have the lowest floor in the league? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, is it a mandate that Ellinger has to play the entire game? Because at halftime with three points, why don't you go to Nick Foles? Bro, I'm, because they're the trying the to tank. Roster? Because they're trying to. The, Jim Irsay. At three, four, and one? I mean. Here's Shoot. the okay. Let me make a case for this. Okay, I got my little notes here. Okay, uh, we know they've never taken a swing at a quarterback, right? That's the problem. They've, they, they've kept, and I, I don't blame. Let's talk about the blame first and foremost. Who are you blaming? Is it Frank Reich? Is it is it is it uh, Ballard? Like who's? I, I I think that the blame is shared. Who, whose fault do you think it is that they're where they are? I don't know that it's anybody's fault. Matt Ryan looks good to me on paper Andrew before Luck. the season. Yeah, there you go. Andrew Luck. If we're going to blame somebody, no, it is I know it. he can take it. It's, and I, I don't blame him, but, you know, like, think about 2018. You know, they actually draft really well in the first in the first round. They get Quentin Nelson, and and, and um, now it's um, Shaq, Shaq. Shaq Griffin. I, Leonard. Leonard. Or Leonard. I Sorry, Shaq Griffin. Up. Leonard. He's fucking Well, he asked for it. <laughs> well, he's the man. He can, you know, if he wants to change his name, he can do that. So they get Quentin Nelson and Sh- and Shaq Leonard Barrett. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I mean, there's a O'Neal. whole there's there's a whole yeah. another so um, one Irishman. 2018. That's that's Luck's last actual year. If they knew that he was done, they picked uh, one pick before Buffalo. Buffalo wow. picked Josh Allen. Wow. You know, um, and then you know you got Lamar later in that draft. He Luck retires Chris, in 19. That kills me. Yeah, had they known, maybe they'd take, and this is interesting, Reed, this is where you come in, um, Luck retired in 2019, if they knew before the draft, maybe they'd take Drew Locke off y'all's hands, because he was the next uh, quarterback taken after Rock Yassin, um, and in 2020, they, they dealt their first round pick to um, San Francisco for Buckner, right? Um, and I might be misremembering this, but, you know, Herbert was was there at six, maybe you can trade up or something like that, Jeez. maybe you don't, so the point I'm making is, as much as I want to just blindly blame Ballard for the quarterback stuff, like the the luck thing threw a big wrench in this whole thing. And um, you know, I, I wanna blame Frank Reich too, because I just watched a team with Malik Willis throwing the ball eight times, going to fucking Kansas City and taking those boys to overtime. And the other coach in your division is that coach. He's the one that's making chicken soup. You know what I mean? Yes. You know I'm you picking up what I'm putting down and like the Colts, yeah. you're telling me you can't figure out a way to not go 0 for 14 on third down, to not gain 120 yards on on, on offense, the lowest since like the 90s for them, to not lose 24 nothing the Jags, to not give up nine sacks to the Broncos and a 12-9 loss or whatever the fuck it was. Now this, they have the lowest floor in the league quite possibly and it it just I know they're bad but it shouldn't be this bad. And the reason it makes sense that they might be tanking is the biggest mistake they they made, by the way, was letting Glowinski go. And they got the highest paid offensive line, and this is just not good. But you've got five teams with less wins than them right now. Carolina, Houston, Detroit. They're all hunting quarterbacks. So you're not losing fast enough. Because there's a big ledge from, you know, Levis, Stroud, Love, to, and you might disagree because Tanner McGee might be. Brandon Armstrong. Yeah, I know how you like those. Pac-12 guys, but there's a big ledge, you know what I mean? And if you're the, the odd man out in that group, you're going to be right back where you started. Just give me the guy from USC. Spinning the wheel on a developmental quarterback or a fucking veteran quarterback, dude. Like, Jimmy G will be in 
Indy next year or something. Jeez. And that's and and that's not like that's not what Colts fans want to see. They want to see you. The one thing they haven't done is commit to tanking. So yeah, my word might be tanking, and you should. I'm not saying you lose on purpose, but yeah, decide what you want to do. That here, city runs on great quarterbacks. At three, five, and one, they now at the moment have the 14th pick in the 2023 NFL. And, and seven teams are tied for you know like so. There's there's so many bad teams. If you look at this thing. How many teams? I was looking at this last night. So there are one, two, three, four teams with two wins. There's one with one win, and there's like 17 teams with three. And a lot of these teams are not hunting quarterbacks. So like the Bears, three wins. They're not hunting a quarterback. Arizona, maybe they should be, but not. Jacksonville, probably not. Um, Green Bay. They just signed Aaron. They just signed Aaron, but, you know, like I would trade him. I I don't know why they didn't trade him at the deadline. Philly, not. Philly's not. Denver, Although never say never with Philly. Um, Look at these ones. That's where they're that's where they're headed. Seattle. Seattle. Who knows? You know, De- Detroit's got, but Detroit's already going to have picked their quarterback, and then Houston's already going to have picked their quarterback. So Indy, like, they're actually not in a bad spot for being fourteen. Like, you can get to three or four pretty quickly. Like one yep. week, you can be at three or four. So I look at I look at Indy, and I'm saying, just make up your fucking mind, dude. What what what, what you going to be? And let us know They're because because uh, damn near picked the Colts on Friday hmm. plus five and a half. No, all right, yeah. la- last one word game: Arizona, Seattle. Gino, <sighs> yeah, mm. frustrating, so frustrating, so frustrating. That to one too. We Arizona for the pockets. Are they hurting today? From no, 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 no. It was just a yeah, small kinda. thing, and more than anything, it's just. It's just giving them out on Thursday because the lines stink. I'm not giving out any more stinky lines because the same thing happened last week with Houston and Tennessee. I know. It's just Vegas this year has not. My tr- word's Vegas. They do, did do, it with. Do they not know or are they just baiting us? Remember the Washington thing? Yes. When they were like baiting us with Washington, and it was like, nah, it is mm-hmm. I, Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were just Washington. Yes. So, um, I don't know, frustrating. I mean, you, you, you re up, you re up Kyler, you re up Cliff. Like, what's going on here? Like, they're trapped. Maybe that's the word, trapped. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. So before we jump into a little story time... We just got news that Frank Reich has been relieved of his duties as the Indianapolis Colts coach. Chris, you just uh, talked about it on the Rich Eisen show. Yeah. You can check out uh, Rich Eisen. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Rich Eisen. 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 Is that right? Yeah. Like Jacob Jacob Eason. It's Rich Eason. All right. That's what I thought. And what network is he on? The Rich Eisen network. Niffle. Exactly. That's what I thought. I just wasn't sure if that was right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Sorius XM. No, they'll be looking for a new head coach in Indianapolis. Yeah. Well, 
you said relieved of his duties, and that that's uh, well put because it is a relief to not coach the damn Colts anymore. Because they are duty. Yeah, it's mm. duty. It's it's a, it's become a duty. It's not it's, it's not a it's not an easy. Listen, I feel bad for Frank Reich. I mean, you know, it's hard to be a coach in the NFL. I love Frank Reich. When when uh, Frank Reich was in Philly, he was one of the most respected people in that locker room. Like, period. Uh, when he spoke, people listened. Um, and. You know, I don't think leadership is his problem or anything like that. I just think he's he's fallen short on a team that has not been constructed well. Uh, Chris Ballard has not done a great job. We talked about that, uh, but they were behind the eight ball because of Andrew Luck. So I feel for Frank Reich, it sucks that, you know, like the quarterbacks that you guys made a decision on because he was involved in the, those decisions, I'm pretty sure, especially the Carson one. And that one bit him in the ass with the with the draft capital and that sort of thing. He shares a lot of the blame. So this is the way business goes, and I feel for him, but uh, Colts got to start over. I wonder if they're going to go defensive or offensive-minded coach. It's an interesting question. I, I think if you're in the market for a quarterback, a lot of times people do talk about an offensive head coach. Um, although I have campaigned for... for um, the DC in San Francisco, D'Amico Ryan's yeah. to be a Carolina yeah. guy. I, I just, you know, the hard thing about going defense when you draft a young quarterback is that if the quarterback's pretty good, he's gonna he's gonna be a kingmaker and he's gonna make a coordinator a, a new head coach, and that that's gonna that cycle's gonna happen. Yep. You know, like so you're gonna have to change coaches a bunch. Um, I think you probably go offense, right? I mean, I think. It would be fun to see an Indianapolis team that was defensive-minded from its head coach's perspective. So, like, we could put in place D'Amico Ryans as a defensive-minded head coach. And then you get yourself a young, hotshot coordinator like you're talking about to work with your draft. leave in two years. With your draft pick at quarterback who sets you up for success, who no longer needs the coordinator after year three or four. Josh Allen. And you can bring in a new guy to work with. Speak of the devil, it's a copycat league. Uh, Nick Sirianni was... Colts OC for mm-hmm. three or four years yeah. before heading to Philly. Yeah. Do you agree that could be a formula for success? Any of this could be. The, okay. the bottom line is you got to hit on the quarterback. Yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely. You know, that, that's that's it. Now, you look at Justin Herbert, though, with a defensive head coach. Like, I do think he's holding him back. You know? Um, you think it's an attractive job to prospective coaches? I don't probably, think so. Probably no. have a long leash with a new quarterback. I don't know that I do think it's, a, it, it's an attractive job. Now, I'd have to look a little bit closer, but I'm just thinking about like some of the jobs that might be open this year. They do have a par three in front of their facility, Chris. They do. I swear to God, when you pull into the Indianapolis Colts facility, there's a little practice hole. I feel like if I was a head coach, if things were shitty, you could quietly I thought you quit. meant like a par three course. You're no, saying no, there's, there's like one two hole? or three holes out front, oh, okay. probably, I'd say. But you can go out there and quietly quit yeah, in, well, in, in a peaceful, picture this well-mown Mode? Mode. Mode. I think it's mode. 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 Uh, Yeah, it's all mode. (laughs) (laughs) How about this? So the defensive coordinator uh, right now in Indianapolis (laughs) is Gus Bradley. Yeah, Gus Bradley. 33 years in the NFL. Yeah. No, no, That's too long. It's like the presidency. You can't become a head coach after that long. You can't be a head coach again after 33 (laughs) years in the NFL. What about Bill Belichick? I think he was in there like a fucking half century before he got the. But there was no. Nah, he uh, wasn't. He was in. There's he was, new rules. It was about twenty years for him. New rules. Yeah. Do you new, agree though? Like, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I do think I do think they should take shots at younger coaches. And Gus Bradley did beat Patrick Mahomes this year after all that 
you know, people were like, because uh, he got up at the podium and was like, we did a good job against the Kansas City Chiefs last year when I was in Vegas. And people were like, nah, you didn't. Mm-hmm. And that was true. But then he did a good job the the first game they played this year. That's actually one of Kansas City's losses inexplicably. 20-17, yep. I think, to Sky. one of their favorite scores. Sky Moore game. Sky Moore game. I don't know who the fuck they hire, man. It's not going to be me. That's all that matters. <laughs> and that's a good thing. So I don't want to coach that 11. team. Huh? Six four two eleven for Frank Reich, fifty seventh overall pick in eighty five. Yeah, he's he's a big guy. Say roommates with Boomer Esiason. He went to Maryland. I think yeah. he was roommates yeah, with guy. Boomer Esiason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So talking about the sky, you had a uh, interaction with the sky this weekend, yeah, right? Nice uh, cowboy. An interaction with <laughs> the sky. <laughs> That's good. I almost didn't have an interaction with the fucking sky because the private plane that I had paid a lot of money for to take my wife on our dating anniversary up to the Philadelphia Phillies game. She's a South Jersey gal. Been waiting to see a, a World Series game her whole life. So I splurge on a little PJ uh, via Wheels Up. You see the fucking commercials for them, you know, time to time. Well, don't believe everything you see. Wheels down, Bob. More like wheels down. More like wheels down because we were slated to take off at 12 midnight. The pilots, the, 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 the people at Wheels Up knew that we were at a World Series game. Uh, we were told no problem if you're sitting in traffic at 12:15 in the morning because baseball game's fucking seven hours long, <laughs> no problem. So we're sitting in traffic, gridlock, 12:10. Decide we want to check in with the pilots. Oh, they're leaving the FBO because their What's duty FBO? time is up. Well, Flight I don't know what it's ordinance. Is that what it is? That's where the private planes. Park. Well, it's where the fucking planes take off. Yeah. And so here we are, no hotels because you know World Series. Um, uh, you know, I haven't slept in days. I- I'm fucking tired, man. This was a this was a this was a, a put the team on my back moment, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I'm hearing that the pilots have inexplicably left the FBO because of duty time, which is of course supposed to be you're supposed to warn people if the pilots are going to leave if you're 15 minutes late for a fucking private flight. That's kind of in the description of a of taking a private plane. So these these guys leave. No disrespect to the pilots because wheels up had him by the balls uh and we get to the fbo i am fucking so mad dude i i'm like i'm like i got an uber back to virginia because our kids are here we got child care through the night like this is a one night thing one night only yeah i'm complaining about a first world problem buckle up i'm gonna keep doing it so we get to the fbo grab my stuff i'm gonna get in a car at one in the morning to go back to virginia i'm gonna get home at 6 a.m and uh, somebody taps me on the shoulder who will go unnamed in the, uh, in the FBO and say, you going to Charlottesville? One of the Houston Astros owners lives in the Charlottesville area. Kids he, went to school here. He's a great man. And he had an Astros vest on and that sort of thing. He had three people with him. What are the odds that somebody's going to Charlottesville, Virginia Amazing. at 1230 in the morning after a game like that? Well... Me and my wife looking like dumbasses in our Phillies gear, hop on the plane with a couple Astros execs <laughs> and hitch a ride back to Charlottesville. And I just, I'm so appreciative of Redacted. Because um, I, should I share his name? Probably shouldn't share his name. I don't know. I probably shouldn't. He does have a low profile. He does. I'm, gonna, I'm so appreciative of Redacted because he's such a great man. Always been like that. Maybe he should start a wheels up because... Wheels up, not very good at getting wheels up. If wheels you know what even I mean. more up. Yeah. So, anyways, 
Dude, and I'm still locked into contract with wheels up for a certain amount of hours um, the rest of the year. Fuck it, it's going to be uncomfortable in the cabin because mm. I say get net jets mm. or something like that. <laughs> I am such a scorned individual right now. I don't care if the pilots side eye me when I get on the plane uh, to go wherever I'm going next. So they were over hours. The minute they tuck in their shirt on their little like. Uh, the point is, Kyle, outfit, they go on time. When you oh, book, when, I, when, when you, I want to uh, know when you book a flight like that and you pay too much money for a flight like that, um, it should be in the description on the manifest that if you get to the airport 15 minutes behind, the pilots are going to go home. Now they have to because if that bird goes down, like wheels up is wheels up fucked. But yeah. what wheels up needs to do is tell the customer who's paying a lot of money yeah. for the service that maybe you want to be careful about not getting to the to the thing 15 minutes late as people do routinely when they go that right. way. Right, or if you're scheduling a flight for midnight after a World Series game, maybe it's the, the first flight of those pilots' day, not the last flight of those well, pilots' day. Well, I don't want to expect too much out of wheels up. So anyways, this is my, this is my Ash Jeeves, or fucking, is that what they do when they leave reviews and shit? Yeah. I yeah, think, like Yelp. Th yeah, this is my Ask Yelp. Jeeves. This is my PJ Yelp here. Buddy. And there's going to be some people who are going to say first world problems. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Wait, did you still have to pay for it? Huh? Did you still have to pay for the way back? <laughs> no, but it's it doesn't matter. I was almost stranded into You know why I didn't have to pay for it? Cuz it's like the 17th time <laughs> with wheels up. <laughs> hey, you got They it. offered to pay for my Uber. Oh my god. You got a dating anniversary? Southwest would have given me a fucking coupon somewhere. Go ahead. Are you like 16 years old? No, man. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, some people like 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 their family and shit like that. You know what I mean? I love my family, yeah. man. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Do you remember the Dream Team? Hollow Man, me, standing in the FBO. Do you remember the Dream Team? Yeah. Uh, no. Comprised of all the great players yeah. on in in the NBA, I don't even know the year. Well, yeah. 1992. They had, a, they had a coach by the name of Chuck Daly, and mm -hmm. Chuck Daly held, held a team meeting before mm -hmm. their uh, before their first practice. He said, "I got one rule here: you got to be on time." Fuck Chuck Daly and fuck wheels up. Well, people weren't paying Chuck Daly a bunch of money for a service. He's like, we're out here in Barcelona. You know, even, yeah, I just want to say this. So people have a very accurate representation of this before you tweet at me and tell me it's a first world problem. Again, fuck you. Um, we asked specifically if the World Series game runs late yeah, as it does, you, yeah. will we be will we be okay at 10 p.m.? You guys will be fine. You guys are in the right. You guys will be fine. Meg was. I, what, I'm going to pull my wife out of the, the Phillies game, 3-2 th ball game in the no, bottom of the ninth? No. Here's the worst part, and this leads to me Saturday night. I'm not going to splurge on a flight down to Baton Rouge. Mm. I went to the Phillies game. I had to, that hurt my pockets, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to go down to Baton Rouge. It's been a rough like, week. I'm not Pat McAfee. I can't just swipe the card and... Throw on a blazer and get on the and jet. Just hop on the PJ. This is a sometimes thing for me. So anyways... Uh, Saturday night, I'm sitting here with Macon, by the way. I hung out. We hung out. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. And, game um, ball. Me. Game ball you for hanging out. Yep. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Good, good, I good. I did have fun. And we watched LSU. Yep. And to be honest, it looked fucking stupid on TV. <laughs> and Ryan Russell is sending pictures of, you know, from the, the field. He's rushing the field. Constantly. He's... Maybe be a little more present, Ryan, in your phone. So Hollow Man me, like double whammy. Hey, and by the way, this stat, la or I forget the stat, but I'll, I'll just, 
I'll tell you a story. One of the last times a, a city was playing a team uh, in two sports at the same time, including the World Series, was St. Louis Cardinals playing Texas Rangers in 2011. Mm. And the St. Louis Rams, coached by Steve Spagnolo, went to Dallas to get the ball run up our ass uh, by the Cowboys. Um, and the night before the game, imagine my displeasure when Steve decided that we were going to go support the oh, yeah. the the, 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 the uh, St. Louis Cardinals and go sit in the upper deck as a team. We bust to the goddamn Rangers, to the Rangers Park, bro. Arlington. It's, yeah, it's 40 minutes. Another Miami situation. The uh -huh. city's like a damn... Yeah. Great area, Arlington. Yeah, it's look nice. I can see the whole area from our seats. How was the stadium? We, we were, you could see all of it. I so. couldn't see the stadium that well. <laughs> I was so high up in that motherfucker. But anyways, the Cardinals got smoked, dude, like 17 to 1. We get back to the hotel like 10 p.m., I'm my back's acting up because I'm sitting in the bleachers at a fucking World Series game. I care less, and um, it just leads me to our next point, which is that I shouldn't go to pro sporting events anymore because I am kryptonite, bro. Whether it was the game right after I retired when I came to a Bears game and y'all lost to the Packers, not that that was me because there's obviously a track record there, but Chiefs won against the Bills last year. That was it. That's it. I've been to a Blues Stanley Cup game. We got shellacked by the Bruins. Of course, we won that series. Uh, and then I've been to uh, now the Phillies game where we lost to Houston. I went to Yankee Stadium. They lost to fucking Houston. I should stay away. Honestly. I think so. Why don't we do this? Uh, we'll get a couple of VR headsets. You'll send me. I'll put one on. I'll turn the little switch on. You can be wherever you want to be and have the other one. And then you can turn the switch on. We'll connect. I'll be in person. So you don't have to you'll go be to the game, the but you'll be there. Like an Oculus. Yeah, the metaverse, Chris. Welcome hey. to the metaverse. I don't even think that's safe for the team. Uh, in in 2011, the Cardinals won that game 16 to seven. Oh, they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sure about that? Pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It was the first Saturday? game. In I couldn't Texas. see the fucking field, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see the goddamn field. Make it fact checked him. You got it right that it was lopsided. Yeah, it was lopsided. Yeah. So that maybe we did push the Cardinals over the edge that night. Yeah. But imagine me at 10 p.m. on a Quicks bus <laughs> riding through Dallas. So pissed. Just like, dude, this is my time. Yeah. So anyways, maybe I'm not as bad as I think, you know, but that trip was, was, was awful. No, the Phillies trip was cool. And by the way, I want to shout out the dude in Philly who actually bought me a drink. You know how they always say, like, you'll never buy a drink again in this city? Mm -hmm. It was three, four years running, buying drinks left and right in Philly. And this guy met me in the concourse in, in, uh, at, at, at the bank and, and bought me a drink. So shout nice. out to that guy, man. That's great awesome. guy. He was cool as fuck, man. I love a good fan interaction. Code breaks, telling somebody sit down at a World Series game? Sure. Yes. Yep. A 100%. guy in Mittens told a guy, these guys from the South Jersey, maybe. Uh, or, no, they were definitely from Philly. To sit down, and there was almost a fight in the stands. They were like, it's the fucking World Series! <laughs> code break. I think that is a code break. So hollow man me, dude. Just generally hollow man for me. Would you like to share that you met Mattress Max pilots? That's the best part. Yeah, that's the best part. So I'm in the FBO. And uh, there's these two guys sitting there, and I have no idea. But then Redacted starts talking to him, and he's like, these are Mattress Max pilots, and I've never fanboyed so much for somebody's pilots. <laughs> Who's I was like, Mac? when's Mattress Max? Oh, what? Interesting, Kyle. Hey, like, Kyle, uh, how did you get the rock is off? Is like the MyPillow How did you guy? lift the rock off of you this morning? Because you're living under is a fucking like rock. Is that like the MyPillow guy? You've got a cell phone, yeah? <laughs> yeah. 
Can you just explain to me who Mattress Mac is? <laughs> okay, Mattress Mac. Quit fucking playing with your food. I'm gonna do it with as many as few words as possible. Mattress Mac sells furniture. Mattress Mac hedges a, a, a furniture giveaway every year with a large bet. Mattress Mac, degenerate gambler. Got like it. he's like 80 years old. Mattress Mac. He's like Dan Bilzerian for old gamblers. For furniture guys. Always bets the Astros. He's like a Christian. Always bets the Astros. Okay. He's like How much did he win? He's a Christian. 75 million. 75 mil. Stop. He's a, he's a, he's a Christian d furniture damn Belzerian. And he has pilots, and I met them, and he's... Oh, my God. He's like an actual old man. Like Dog, he's cool as shit. I, the one thing about the, the Astros that I'm okay with, the, well, two things, Dusty Baker and Mattress Mac, and Bregman, because we partied one night, and he was cool. Mm. Yeah. And was the, he a big cheater? I want to meet Altuve. Yeah, he's I want to meet Altuve because right? he's tiny. I don't want to talk about LSU. <laughs> Place looks. Altuve and I would be buddies. I feel like because he's like the smallest guy in the room, and I'm the biggest guy in the room. Carry him he around. might be the baddest guy in the room. I don't if you, know. If Altuve. you let him wear a wire, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. you said Hollow Man. I would almost argue this kind of. You got some cool stories out of this. Uh, yeah, it's almost well, a game ball. Thank you, wheels you, up. Well, game ball you for making it through all these. Yeah, thank you. Know, you. Trials. And I appreciate, it, but a big game ball to cool you story. for hanging out too, though. Thank you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Thanks. Saturday yeah. night activities, yeah. gang. Yeah. Okay. Put Let's in like talk six more hours. Miller Lite mentions. Okay, go. Give them all out. The best moments in a sports fan's life are in football season. I'm not talking about September. I'm not talking about the first week in October. I'm not even talking about the second week in October. I'm talking about when it gets colder. The temperature drops, the games get bigger, the hits get harder, and you can curl up and watch some meaningful football. I like to do it with a Miller Lite from the fridge and a cold frosty mug from the freezer. Frosty mug, meat, a cold, beautiful can of Miller Lite from my fridge. That's teamwork. We come together, we can make a great play out there, and the, and the best play to make on a Sunday is a nice cold Miller Lite and a frosty mug at home. That's my favorite thing. Maybe a fire in the fireplace. Yeah, now we're talking. But Miller Lite, it's an original, and it's more than that. It's been a fan favorite since 1975. The best part, no matter how your team plays, Miller Lite is always a winner. The perfect beer for Sundays, I gave you the, the hot tip. Having that frosty mug is a lot like having home field advantage. I mean, like, it just makes everything better for your boy and your boy's friends who file in every Sunday to enjoy cold, ice-cold Miller Lite uh, at, at, at my house. I mean, we have a lot of people over, and I got to have the Miller Lite stocked up. A lot of light beer cuts back on the most crucial ingredient, flavor. Just 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving. Miller Lite, quick on its feet. Heavy hitting on flavor. No wonder it's been MVP from day one. This football season, enjoy the sweet taste of victory with Miller Lite, the original light beer. Find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold. Go to MillerLite.com slash Greenlight for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. I don't know the 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 nomenclature for the referees slash officials, but whoever was responsible for the pass interference on Eddie Jackson, terrible, and whoever was responsible for the no call, even on, more terrible, on the hip jujitsu move uh, by the cornerback on Chase Claypool. Granted, you got to catch that football if you, if you got hands in the, you got to make a play on the football better than what I saw from Chase Claypool. 
he had no chance to catch it because he was getting tackled. Um, so that's my hollow man, the officials in the Bears game. I'll give you hollow man. Drew Tranquil. You guys see this play? No. Nah. Falcons Chargers. Cordero Patterson from the one or the oh my two goodness. meets 49. Should have just said Cordero Patterson. Right in the hole. Pull this bad boy up, Kingston. Hey, you want to talk about rhinoceros? Like a like a like an attack? That's great too. I got it. The celebration. Or the uh not the celebration. Yikes, the dude. Boom. That happens to the best of us. And look how juice Cordero Patterson was after it. Like, oh. you know that's on your highlight. Look at him get up. He's like, oh, that's a Boom. big play. That's a big play. Damn. Damn, dude. You know that happens to the best of us. And to Drew Tranquil. Sure. He'll be the first to tell you. <laughs> and to me. I've been trucked before. If you're a fan of Drew Tranquil, look away, says Brian Sample on Twitter. Um... Cordero, yeah, Drew, 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 football Drew, player. Drew Tranquil stands are shaking in their boots right now. Yeah, my, my uh, son took the jersey off his wall. <laughs> yeah, pretty much this morning. Yeah, yeah. More like, never mind. Uh, okay. Best, worst, Bev. Best and worst. Best, best, best. Uh, best flight. You guys go first. Best flight will be the two winners, men and women's winners of the elite groups at the New York City Marathon. Evan Chibet and Sharon Lachetti of Kenya. They're going to have a long flight back. I'm sure it's going to be highly sponsored uh, seats, the laydown seats, beautiful. You just ran for 26 and a half miles. You're probably gassed. A nice nap is in order. If I was a, if I was going home to Kenya, I'd probably take an edible on the way home. Yeah. Wake up a champion. If I was going home to wake Richmond, I'd take a fucking edible on the way home. Huh. I'm going to take an edible on the way home country. today. I'm going to Ivy. That's my best flight. So okay. shout out to uh, the winners. What a, <laughs> They're on the fucking plane doing calisthenics. They're probably cramping up on the plane. You remember when guys used to cramp up on the plane? Oh, it was like, oh. are you okay? Like for real? No, they're not okay, yeah. dude. Guys rolling around in the aisles. Go ahead. Best flight, Miami Dolphins. They uh, We talked about it. Beat the Lions Miami by four, Dolphins. then the Chicago Bears by three, Browns by Texans. They're in a good spot to get to eight and three. And uh, a couple of uh, Bears appear to be legitimately spooky, and the Lions can get you any given week. So uh, Miami Dolphins. I'm going to go Seahawks. Yeah. You know, like another – just another – they keep reeling off wins when we think like – Last week, the Giants, you're like, all right, it finally comes to an end for the Seahawks. They lose a game here. They don't look great. Geno looks human. I wonder if they flew to Munich. I'll look that up as you as I think you they see. fly Tuesday. Oh, so they, they fly Tuesday? It's my guess. Monday or Tuesday. Well, I don't or think Tuesday. they – do you think they hopped on a flight out, you know? Sometimes. Wait, wait, wait. Where do they play? That would stress me out having to pack for two things. I hate that. Were they, were right, but yesterday? even flying back home, I'd be like, oh, we got to do this again in a day. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. But, but, but. Wherever they're going, they're happy. Yep. You know, Pete Carroll's got Jordan Peterson they on the flight. They were in Arizona? Yes. So, I mean, that that doesn't really help them. They got to fly home first. Okay. Kyle, look shit. at a map. You got to go up. Yeah, you got to go up and then go right. Doesn't really help them. I could be a pilot. Okay. <laughs> you fucking work for wheels up. <laughs> The duty time, dude. I've been watching games for 27 hours yesterday. I could fly a plane. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. According to some cat, Seattle will be in the air for only one half hour longer than Tampa Bay due to being much farther north. That's incredible. See? Yeah. Again, me. You're pretty good. Pilot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you, okay. 
uh, what do you do when, okay. Pull up. You're about, no, you're about to land. Out. What do you do? You make sure that the uh, the damn, the back wheels hit first. You want to hit the back wheels first. You aced it. I was going to say take you, the wheels down. You want to take, you yeah, take obviously, the wheels out. We've already done that. Yeah. You say we're about to land. We put the wheels down at about 5,000 feet. Okay. And we always want to check to make sure they're down. Yeah. And then at that point, <laughs> we want to angle the nose. We take it off autopilot. We want to angle the nose up. Okay, you're at 30,000 feet, whole lot of turbulence. Mm -hmm. what, what do you do? I get on the thing and say, stay calm, everybody. <laughs> uh, it's a lot like being on a boat. Seriously. <laughs> that's what somebody told me. It's a lot like being on a boat. So I would get on the intercom system. And just say that. And I would be like, think about it. If you were on a boat and you went over some bumps, would you be nervous? No. We're just, we're just going over some chop. There's a couple waves here. Can't sink this boat. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. A lot better than anything I've ever heard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would be a pretty, I want to be a, I want to be a pilot's PR guy. Like basically a, like a PA system guy that rides up in the cockpit with the pilots and talks to the people. They're so loud when they come on. No, like, or not loud at be, all. No, they don't have to be the Or they're bing, whispering. And then a guy's voice nasally. It's like, I just let me fucking sleep. I fell asleep on the wrong way. Leave me be. How about when a pilot doesn't apologize for being 19 hours late? They just kind of gloss over it. Like, here's some peanuts. All right, so, um, yeah, worst flight. Green, no, nah, I don't know about flight, Green Bay. Tennessee. LA, the Rams. The Rams, dude. Tennessee. Tennessee's got a good flight. They're happy. No, because they're like, we don't have enough with Tannehill to beat them. What do you mean? They played them tough. They They'd don't have enough before, yeah. with Malik Willis to beat them. They yeah. don't throw the football. They're I, not versatile. Damn, Kyle. Nancy yeah, yeah damn, Kyle. That's what I'm thinking on the plane. Like, team. We just gave our best shot to the Kansas City Chiefs. With Malik Willis? I don't think that's, that's your best shot. That's not their shot. best shot. With right now? That's not their best shot. That is their best shot right now. Well, with Tannathrill injured? Well, let's go. Where's Tannathrill? Where was He'll he last back, night? He'll be back, bro. So what have you done for me lately, League? Oh, gosh. I we did gonna... power rankings this morning accordingly. Okay. I was going to take whoever you guys didn't take from Rams, Raiders, Colts, Packers. And you went Tennessee? Is that what you, you just went with? Yeah. With Sunday night, short week. Fuck, I, I hate Yeah, the flying. Colts have the worst flight. Flying home Colts have the worst. They don't even have a coach now. Bro, Colts have a worst flight. That That's was their the last of... flight ever with Frank Reich. That's sad. That's really sad. Yeah. You land in an empty airport parking lot. You're the only humans on the road. Next. Oh, I got a viewing party. I do too. Bear with me. Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend. Her new man caught a touchdown. Yeah. Caught a touchdown yesterday's game. So she's all like, I win. And then yeah. she's at the game and up on the Jumbotron, they show X the ex beating Josh Allen and the Buffalo wow, Bills. And you're like, funny. ooh. Yeah. You know, like I better. Somebody's, I'm gonna act like I didn't see that. Right. So, I Joe Mamas. Viewing party. You know? Zach Wilson is hot. Is that that's what Hotter than Stetson? So Bennett? Brennan Schmidt's hot? Brennan Schmidt. Because he looks like Brennan Schmidt. Google Brennan Schmidt, former Jet, former Brennan, Virginia D lineman. Brennan Here. Schmidt's hot? Yeah. <laughs> what? He's Mary, hot. Fuck Mary Kill. Stetson Brent, Bennett, uh Brennan Schmidt. I'm too close to Brennan Schmidt. No, 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 no. Fuck Mary I'm Kill. Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman, uh, Stetson Bennett, or Zach Wilson? Fuck Mary Kill. Um, give me, give me the first one again. Sam Hartman. Oh fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Easy. Okay. And then uh, look at thick Zach Wilson, Brennan Schmidt. Yeah. Look at us. He looks look great. at us. He's got a henna tattoo. Yeah. That's a henna tattoo. After the Music City Bowl, that's a henna tattoo, bro. That was a bad it time. Does look like him. Yeah. That's that's Zach Wilson's on. I like your Brennan viewing Schmidt. party, Chris. 
Yeah, I do. It's a good viewing um, party. My viewing party is uh, we're going to Missoula, Montana, where the Grizz mauled the California Polytechnical State University. Yeah, Caltech, fifty-seven to nothing in a blizzard. The blizzard. And you know what? I've never been to a game in Missoula. Yeah, we need but to go. I've heard all about it. We're only there in the summer and never the fall. We need to go. That's my that's my bevel. We're, yeah. mm. Off the board. Great. Nice. Yeah. Snow game. First one. Looks gorgeous. Snow games. That's Just great. give me snow. That's great. Yeah. Viewing party. Marcus Brady. Uh, Colts couldn't score. You fired me for this. Next week's viewing party. Probably Frank Reich. Mm-hmm. But Marcus Brady got to watch Indy just pee down their legs in, in Foxborough. Viewing party. Ben Johnson. Is that his name? The offensive coordinator. I ask every time. The offensive coordinator. And fuck it. It's just a weird name. Ben Johnson. <laughs> Translates to was a penis. Was a penis. Yeah. Loosely. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, because he's going to be a head coach. Has uh, been a penis. Yeah. Uh, I have a fly on the wall, which is going to be, I'd love to have been TJ Hawkinson experiencing not only the game yesterday, the big win after the trade, but being there throughout the week, experiencing a winning culture. Um, it's got to be new for him. You're getting it now, Kyle. Yeah, that's my, that's my fly on the wall. And uh, he, had, he had nine targets, nine catches. Guy went for 70 Get yards. Get busy early. It's huge for them, man. Yeah, uh, I'll go fly on the wall. Nate Collins murdering turkeys because that's beginning right now as we speak. You know, he works for Kelly Bronze. You know, he's like the turkey executioner. Did you know this? <laughs> um, Did you know this? I'm not sure how to answer. What Dr. the Facts, fuck? Honesty is always the best policy, and so I did not know that. So Dr. Facts as a side hustle. Are you surprised by that? Making? No. Yeah, actually. Really? Yeah, he's like a... a Tender cat, jovial. I, I can't docile, picture chill. him murdering. Well, yo, the turkeys, way he thinks yo. about it, they're these. They're just fucking turkey food yo. on the table, and it's over quick, <laughs> from what I hear. But he's just out there. He's like the fucking. Um, Does I don't, he have the gun from No Country for Old Men? It's like that, dude. Okay. It's like that. He's gonna bring the poultry protesters to our door. Bring them, bring them, bring them. No, I'd love to have. We get some mashed. I'd love to have you shoot them with guns. The turkeys. Yeah. Really? No, no it's like not an air, air, air gun. Here, here. You it's haven't a, seen no country tank. for old men? No, I have. So it's, it's an, an air, air tank. Tell us about I don't remember thing. It's an air tank that's connected to a little metal pin, and when you press the button, the air shoots against the pin, and it goes into their brain and back out. And it just, oh, yeah. lovely. So it's very... It's not a gun as it's much very, as it's, it's like a... very chill right? way air to pressure. kill a bird. No, you're right. Yep. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most... Thanksgiving's coming. And so, yeah, fly on the wall. I want to see what Nate Collins is all about back there. Does he show remorse? Does he cry at the end of it? You know, Does he cry in the car? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, the whole process is... Happy we Thanksgiving. had a fly in our house this week. By the wall, the fly. And I killed it with a rolled up New Yorker. Uh-huh. Uh, and there was blood, blood... Sp- there was blood spatter uh-huh. uh, from this fly, mm-hmm. and I actually didn't. I killed it on like a like an island, mm-hmm. not really a wall so much. Mm-hmm. But that fly is now deceased, mm-hmm. and I'd be well, I'd be lying if I said I didn't wonder what that felt like sometimes. You know, <laughs> yeah, not so much just like, you know, we were talking about it on Saturday night. What's it? What's it like? What if it's worse than this? What the hell? Dying. <laughs> like after death? Yeah. After life? Yeah, like is it better or Check worse? It's gotta yeah. be it's gotta be uh it's gotta be 
good. It's Can't be, be worse. Everything. I would say it's everything. I don't think I have to do any power rankings in hell. I would say it's everything. But you're, to your point on uh, the this weekend, you're like, what if it's just Wednesday over and over yeah. again? Yeah, that's what I mean. Over and over. I, so I, if, if, you know, all it, you are right like now is a guy who doesn't have a telescope. Like severance. You can't escape the office. Yeah. You're just fucking trying to book a guest perpetually. You're trying to, yeah. So I know I just said I don't like murdering, but the flies, my family doesn't like flies. Okay. That's good. Insects. We have anything else? Yeah. MVP? STL Memorial. STL Memorial. STL Memorial. How about get... the guy that was, 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 the fan came on the field yesterday and nobody saw it? Oh, uh, it was where, perfect timing. Where was it? It what was the Raiders-Jacksonville game. Exactly. Um, the punt. Raiders punt to Jacksonville. This guy, right as the as the camera's panning to watch the returner catch a punt, this guy comes from one corner, shirtless, <laughs> with a ball that we hope he grabbed from a ball boy on the sidelines and sprinted across the field. And just like that, Trevor Lawrence was like, fuck, I'm not going to win STL Memorial anymore. Wow. That's the guy. Balling in obscurity, Damian Pierce, Thursday night, 27 for 139. He, he gets like two extra yards than you think he's going to get. He, 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 gets, he gets really small, hides in there between you big guys, and always falls forward. It's ridiculous. That guy's amazing. I love oh, that guy. Oh, boy. Pierce or Kenneth Walker? Kenneth Walker, but the Pierce, Pierce is, is also very good. I'd love to get something right in preseason. So STL Memorial if, for me uh, is going to be it's, – it's tough to name an STL Memorial for a guy that's paid so highly, but he's a guy that not many people know, and that's Joe Tooney, left guard for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Technician, quiet assassin. He's the guy that relays the message from the center to Orlando Brown. Um, polar opposites of Trey Smith on the right side – Joe Tooney is like a, a Madden, um, the, you know, Joe Tooney is like Madden creative player one offensive line style. Like he, he uses the same technique yeah. all the time. He was a wrestler. He's a baller. And he had a great game last night. Bevel Conway, I'm going to give it to last night, Sunday Night Football. I drove home six hours uh, with the wife and kid yesterday, and, and it was a great drive. But it was so nice to get home and watch that game. Um, it was beautiful. Arrowhead was awesome. Did I give my now, Bevel Conway yeah. to the jerseys, the reds, the blues, the whites, the light blues? And, yeah. the, and then yeah, you yeah, add the whites, to the fact, all right. Um, yeah, the red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue, huh? A lot of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see what yeah, you're doing. Kyle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry. Dixie over yeah. there, Chris, okay. aren't we? Yeah. Sorry, pimp. Uh, LSU, Alabama. Yeah, my Bevel Conway Award winner. I like how they protect the eye in the center of the field when they rush that the field. That was interesting. Y'all can all rush the field. All y'all come on here, but nobody touched the eye. That's such a cool place. I'm over it. Uh, it's such a cool place. We're going to go there soon. What's the biggest ball? SEC game remaining? Uh, not applicable, it looks like. Yeah, not applicable. Not here. Next okay. year. Game right. ball, Patrick Mahomes, 43 completions, back-breaking, uh, tying possession putting his team in position to win the football game, doing what he does best. Game ball, Josh Uche, New England Patriots, three sacks. Judon also had three, but Uche doesn't wear red sleeves, so he gets less shine, uh, except for on this show where he gets a game ball. Game ball. I'm going to give it to Gino. Yeah. You know, it's like a, it's like a, a year-long game ball. Like it's, it's been long overdue. I don't know if we've given him a game ball yet, but this guy just continues to look like a real bona fide NFL quarterback. Where have you been hiding? Well, New York. Yeah. New York. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, it just goes to show how much situations play in Situations, bro. 
Before we get into situations, before, before we move on to Nicole and the college football playoff, do you all have any uh, college football playoff ranking guesses? Yeah, I think you might have some. How low does Tennessee go? How low? If you're can doing the rankings, go? should be five. Uh, give me a second. I wanted to punish. There's five in the poll that came out last night. Yeah. Uh, oh, what did, they, did, what did uh, Kansas State come out? Uh, or uh, t- TCU? TCU? Yeah, four. Four. Good. Be four. Good. Well, they're they're four unbeaten. So let's have let's have those guys in the four in some order. It's probably Georgia. Uh, yeah, I think the AP's got it right. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU. Did Georgia Tech beat Virginia Tech this weekend? Yeah. Oh fuck, America's teams. Georgia yeah. Tech. Yep. Yeah. Ramblin' wreck. Lost them in a shootout. Couldn't be us. Our defense is too good. Mm-mm. Can't wait for that Commonwealth Cup. Are we going to go to Blacksburg? No. Well, that's interesting. I traveled with that team for about two decades and haven't seen a win in Blacksburg, so maybe... Maybe we go. Yeah. Okay. Let's go every I know a great spot year. to stay down there. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Is it called Charlottesville and then drive in two hours? <laughs> no. I don't want to dog. You could really do it the right way if you went down to Roanoke and... We could rent an Airbnb. Which, of course, would be overrun by murderous rednecks. They'll probably kill us in our sleep. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. They're fucking cool people. They just, Engineers. They are cool. They're they not, build stuff. Yeah, they're, they're not very smart. No, they're smart. <laughs> See, you're the reason they hate. You're the reason people hate Virginia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are the poster child for why people hate Virginia. I, I, it's a badge of honor. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go to Nicole Auerbach now. Hold on. There's a lot to talk about. A lot changed um, after about 4 p.m. Saturday uh, when it came to the college football playoff and some of maybe your favorite teams, maybe one of America's teams, the Tennessee Volunteers, uh, got shellacked down in Athens. A lot happened, and Nicole Auerbach is uh, is joining us uh, as usual to talk about everything college football. Nicole, what surprised you the most? Which big loss, the way it happened, Whatever it is surprised you the most from uh, Saturday? Mm, That's a tough question. Um, So I think that Clemson probably surprised me the least, even though Notre Dame has a couple really, really bad losses on their resume. We've talked about this on the show. It just didn't feel like Clemson was in the same category as the other teams we're talking about for the playoff. Um, I was pretty heated last week when Michigan was ranked behind them just because I feel like if you played – those two teams played each other, we would all pick Michigan to win the game. Um, so I think that that was, that was kind of a long time coming. Alabama has had issues as well, weaknesses that Bryce Young has kind of offset and, and like his miracle runs and extending of plays and some of these magical moments have really allowed them to win some games in the last couple couple years especially on the road that that they probably shouldn't have won. So maybe not that one either. So I guess it's Tennessee because I did think yeah. that, you know, I think we all come out of that game understanding that Georgia is the new standard bearer for the sport of college football. Um, but I really did think that Tennessee w- would play better or really fully come back at some point. You really thought that that offense would figure something out against the defense. Um, but it didn't. It didn't. And then Hooker was just – beat up I mean they were just coming and coming and coming at him um and they really couldn't get anything going so I I think like the score ended up being fairly misleading because that was as much of a blowout as you could possibly have for like a 27-13 game 
Yeah, it's really sobering. It felt like this was uh, Tennessee's year. It felt like it was, you know, they were like a team of destiny or something like that. And it's just yeah. a really sobering end to a fun run for them. Um, it, it, if you're Georgia or if you're playing Georgia, is there anything you can take now? If you're getting ready to play Georgia, if you're looking at it down the line where you say, okay, the Missouri game or some somewhere along the way they showed some weakness that we can exploit. I feel like people thought they were a lot more beatable uh, yeah. before this morning. And I, I just feel like now it's like, oh, more of the same. Like they really are the best team in the country probably. That's probably where I am too. It just feels like we thought the national championship picture was more open than it is. And I think until proven otherwise, it's just like Georgia and there's a gap. And then we look at the other contenders, especially because like Ohio State didn't look very good. It hasn't really looked good in about three games from a complete team, complete offense standpoint. Um, so I, I think that that's probably fair. I mean, that's probably where I am. I think there was some weirdness in the Missouri game, Kent State, like some of these teams that have played Georgia and we've kind of raised our eyebrows, but it just feels like any game where they're going to be up for someone and like in a playoff game, SEC championship type game, there's there's really not much you're going to be able to do. You're not going to be able to catch them sleeping in any area, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. I mean, I still think, you know, there's definitely some ways where like we saw some stuff out of the vertical passing game that we hadn't really seen because they were doing a lot of cool stuff with their tight end. So, you know, they, they seem to be growing as well. So I think even if you look at some weaknesses, maybe from earlier in the season, it may not, may not carry over, but I mean, clearly you're going to need a team that's really, really talented and really deep in a lot of spots, because I think that's where you really see this, especially knowing how much they left to the NFL, just how deep they are. I mean, how many blue chip players they have all over. Yeah, and that's that's always that was a conversation I feel like with Bama for a long time, you know, and that, and now that's that's Georgia, and so yep. Um, yep. I don't know if it's like a passing of the torch, but you know, it is kind of it's funky, like because I couldn't imagine, as you alluded to, having a quarterback that that helps you play above your your um your potential as much as Bryce does uh, down in Tuscaloosa. I mean, he's gotten him out of trouble at different points, and this is still like the final product. Like, there's no yeah. long-term worry about Bama, like being in a year-in, year-out college football playoff program. Like, this is a hiccup for them, right? I mean, they're out, right? But this is a hiccup. I think so. I, 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 we've seen Nick Saban evolve. We've seen him modernize. We've seen him adapt multiple times throughout the course of his yeah. tenure. And, like, when the offense was – kind of getting beat or stalling out or needed to change. He brought in Lane Kiffin and he yeah. modernized his offense. And that's why Bryce Young works so well in it. So I think you've got to assume that, but you know, again, he he's had a lot of different staffing changes over the course of this dynasty. Maybe he looks there and fixes some things, but they were also, you know, not as um, talented at like wide out than we've seen in recent years. Like there's certain spots that I think they could probably beef up, but yeah, I'm 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 not I'm not going to worry about Alabama. It's definitely not as much of like an existential crisis as I feel like the big picture is with Clemson, the other team that we always see in the playoff that also lost on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, lost two coordinators and uh, didn't look great at, in a few spots this year. They look human. I mean, and they look human when they don't have some like transcendent quarterback. So. Um, yeah, yes. like more of a, an existential crisis, as you would put it, I would think, uh, uh, at Clemson. So what does it look like now, like maybe one through six for you? Mm, okay, so um, 
Well, here, let me put it back on you. Like, where? How far would you drop Tennessee for? Oh uh, man, I don't know, six, seven. I don't think they're gonna fall that far, um, which I think is gonna. <laughs> I, just, I think that's gonna piss people off. Yeah. But like, okay, so I'm mad at Tennessee, Alan- man. I just wanted Georgia to lose. I wanted some new blood in this thing. And the way you put it, like, and if you ask a Georgia fan, like, they should have damn near got shut out. I mean, it wasn't like they put any sustained drives together or anything. I saw a play where it was like third and 38, or if it was like fourth and 28 late in that game, and they got bailed out on on a face mask. And I'm like, it's just raining. It's fourth and a mile. They look desperate. It's just not even close. You know, so yeah, I know. I wanted I wanted it to be a better game because you wanted to think that this is a team that was closing a gap. Part of the problem now, and this is where like Tennessee is going to fall, but not that much because so you lost Alabama, you lost Clemson, yep, like they're going right. to drop in the rankings. Um, Ohio State hasn't looked like I said. I don't think they've looked good in a few weeks. The run game is a problem. Mm-hmm. I would flip Michigan. I would I would go Georgia, Michigan two, probably Ohio State three, and then. I think I would put Tennessee four. You could also make the case, maybe the committee will, that like maybe they'll course correct on TCU because they're still undefeated. But they I would go TCU. I, I just feel like the res. I feel like the resume of like just winning like has to mean something and not right. losing. It should. And, it should. And, it and, should. And, and beating a lot of, as we've put it, like pretty good teams. You know, as, as opposed yes. to some of these teams yes. have, have only have a one or two quality wins. But you know. Um, Georgia, they didn't need a bunch of high quality wins. Like the two tests they've had, they've blown it out of the water. I know. Well, you know? so that's where like Oregon will, or it was actually a really good Saturday for Oregon because A, you saw another really good team just get blitzed by mm-hmm. Georgia. And Oregon has scored 40 or more points in every game since. Oregon's looked really good. Like the committee said that, that they look like a different team. They've gotten better. Um, so I think they'll benefit from this as well. I, I might consider I I'm, I haven't been locked into making my CFP picks yet, but I might consider putting Tennessee and Georgia or Tennessee and Oregon still ahead of TCU. Just again, based on like wouldn't that Georgia loss happen to everyone? And you know, Oregon Outrage. goes and plays that. I know, I know, but but if TCU <laughs> beats Texas next week, I'll put them up there. Yeah. It's fine. But yeah, I just yeah. think I think like what we know of the committee from one week was that they were holding it against TCU that they needed to come back in games. And what did they do against Texas Tech? Like they had, they were trailing yep. and they had to come back in the game yep. and they're really good at pulling away. They've, they've been winning these games by double digits the last few weeks, but the committee doesn't care. So yeah. if I'm now thinking, okay, let me make a four that I think the committee will do. I think they're going to put Tennessee at four. They're going to put Tennessee at four. Okay. I think and, it's possible. And, I think and, it's possible if not likely. And what way forward do they have? For Tennessee. Yeah. So they're going to need a little more help with some of this other stuff. So the the big picture positive news is that it looks like Alabama and Clemson are probably out of the playoff. And I tweeted about this. And I I couched it because you never know. Clemson only has one loss. But it got like 11,000 likes. And I realized that everyone else has Alabama and Clemson fatigue. I felt that. For a number of years, we all part do. of the reason that people wanted to expand the playoff early, right? But just like that's a massive number in reaction to having them both lose on the same night. So I think you need you, you want Clemson to lose again, probably just to pull themselves totally out of the picture. Mm-hmm. You want the Big Twelve to cannibalize itself. You want TCU to lose probably this weekend, but you want like a two loss champ out of there, probably 
better off if Oregon comes out of the Pac-12 as the Pac-12 champ because you have the same, you've lost to the same team and you could say your loss was better. But you need like all of those those multiple things. Maybe you want Michigan or Ohio State to lose en route to playing each other. Yeah. Or that game to be really lopsided when they meet because you kind of just need to, you need to, have all of these other contenders that like might play in a conference championship might have all these other opportunities to boost the resumes. You need that to not work out right. because you just kind of need to be lurking there and you're not going to be in the SEC championship game. So you kind of just need help and you need Georgia to just look amazing because then you can say, well, that's our only loss. Other than that, we're very good against everybody else. So what's more likely one loss SEC or ACC or a two loss mm. SEC team? It feels like a two-loss SEC team. I mean, yeah. we see we saw the rankings, yeah. right? Like we yeah. saw that the committee put LSU in the top ten, and that was five spots higher than the AP. So I think they always kind of defer to that league. Like there's always a lot of respect for the, the yep. teams at the top there. It just does not feel that way for the ACC. Huntsville was a surprise, but that's not going to carry over. I if I were the else. if if I were in, and I'm I'm just talking about me. If I made these rankings up. You know the way my my brain works. I would have TCU at four. I don't know that they're a better team than Tennessee, but that's not what this has always been about. Um, yes. You know, so I, I would have TCU. I would have Michigan, Ohio State, and I would have Georgia. Uh, and then I probably I was a little harsh on Tennessee. I'd probably have Tennessee five. That's that's very reasonable. They could do that. They could do that because they could say the same thing they did about Clemson and say TCU's got X amount of top twenty wins. Uh, they're undefeated. We really like their offense. And the defense makes enough stops. Yep. They could say that. They yep. could come out and say that, and you could justify that. I would be totally fine with that. I, no. I like TCU. No I just, question. I would give them I'm, another week. They beat Texas. I'll, I'll put them in. I'm pulling for TCU. I'm doing the whatever the hell are they, they do. Wait, the, are they are the, they America's team this week now? They might be in an Should America's they? team because we're going to have room. The Phillies lost. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, TCU uh, as well uh, sliding Ooh. in with Tennessee's loss. So... Um, wait, wait! I got a, I got a, I got one for like a twenty-four hour window. I got an American. Okay, team. we're in, we're in the window right now. Hit me, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean they are they, they not are. America's team. They really deserve uh, at least a hard look by the America's team committee because they got rid of an evil. <laughs> Same thing with LSU. Honestly, I might, I might make America's teams LSU and freaking uh, and 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 these guys because honestly. It's all about getting rid of the fatigue, and you you touched on it. And now Georgia's so damn good, I'm already fatigued with Georgia. That's how good it took me years to be tired of Bama. Like Georgia might be it's even been like better. one one year, yeah, I'm one tired year, of and it. you're like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm out, um, I'm out. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. Does any of it really matter? Can any of these teams beat Georgia? Do, you know, like, uh, give me, give me, like, what what would the line be if if the second best team in the country in your opinion played Georgia on a neutral at a neutral site like next week? Mm. What was the line in the Tennessee game? What did it end at? It was like seven and a, and a half, or did it, did it climb up to nine and a half? Oh, maybe maybe I was maybe I was looking at like a live line. Um, man, no, like I mean 10? you might be better than 10? me. Is it ten? So you think it it'd probably 10? be a double digit line, like let's say Michigan and Georgia. Okay, played. let's say it's Michigan. I mean, we saw those two teams play in the playoff last year. Yeah, right. Like you would still think that there's that type of a gap. I don't know, man. Until Michigan proves otherwise, I, 
Ugh, we're right back where we started, Nicole. I know. We're right no, back where we right. started. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, you're absolutely right. <laughs> okay. Well, we need. There's. There's more work that needs to be done here. We need some more teams to lose. Nicole, appreciate uh, the time, and we'll catch you next week and see what other type of crazy shit happens. Okay, I will see you at the meeting of the America's Team Committee this week. Thank you.